Hello and welcome to the Weird Geeks Horror Channel, where every Friday we'll be covering a new installment in the classic horror franchise. Go to weirdgeeks.com to check out our other podcast series, social medias, Twitch streams, contact details, and news on our very own feature films, albums, and shorts that are currently in production for our publisher, We Are Tessellate. Weird Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the films referenced, and no infringement is intended. Rockin' baby! Geeks! Geeks. Geeks. Hello and welcome back to the Weird Geeks Horror Show, where every single Friday we take you through another installment in the classic horror retrospective franchise. I'm your host, Al White, and joining me throughout all of the Recky Recky films, Alison Holland in the squeaky chair. Oh, now <laughs> when I try to make it squeaky, it doesn't It was your time to shine. Damn it. And Alexander Chad. Hola, Alejandro. Good day, guys. How you doing? When does this shit go up? This goes up on... Do we want to peek behind a gun? Yeah, why not? It's Christmas Eve, guys. <laughs> what? You're listening to this in 2019 in the future, but we recorded these a little bit ahead of time so we could enjoy at least you know, Christmas a few days. Miracle. It is. And you know what? I'm enjoying Christmas Eve, sharing it with you guys. A Chris Rick Watching some miracles. Ooh. It doesn't work. But we did them. Is that radiated <laughs> or on for you? Are you hot? Huh? That right? You're not hot enough? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I'm cold. Oh. I was seeing if that was on. You need a blanket? Yeah. I can just wear the wool. There's a head. coat. Is that your coat? No, that's Katie's. Oh, you can put on Katie's coat. <laughs> I could. Um, <laughs> sorry, I had the window doors open in here because it was a bit uh, stuffy earlier. Oh. You can bring that radiator closer. That's the smell of podcasting. <laughs> it is the musty, really musty good smell behind the curtain of our opinions. Yeah, brewing. If you're new to us, hello and welcome. Please head on over to wearegeeks.com where you can patch on out to all of our social medias. You can also patch on out to our publisher, We're Tessellate, we're a production company run out of London, LA, and Tokyo, making feature films. Hello. Our film Starfish, you can learn all about on our own personal social medias, but we'll pimp that a little bit later. Coming soon. Wiggies.com is also what you can do by going to iTunes or your podcast thing. Please type it in, please subscribe, and please rate us on iTunes. It helps us out massively. Hello. Because we do not do patrons. <laughs> we do not do banner ads, and we do not do sponsorships. No one's going to try and sell you any hosiers. The singer. Like the and yeah, yeah. burn. Yeah. Yeah. And no one's gonna try and sell you erectile dysfunction pills. Oh. Well, we might S- do. Socks. <laughs> socks. Is that an erectile dysfunction? Uh, <laughs> I got a case of the socks. Depends if, it, depends if your foot's in it or not. <laughs> oh fuck, here we go, guys. Rec three Genesis 2012. It gets a five out of ten on the IMDBs. Quite a slide down. Five out of ten, all right. So yeah, but before we get into the films, we do like to look at the mm. landscape of the year, both in regular film and in genre. <laughs> Alex, I believe you have the top 10 worldwide grossing hits of Yeah, let me tell you about that. Just some honorable mentions that are outside of the top 10. Here we go. Typically. We have uh, Lincoln. <laughs> oh, Lincoln. Django Unchained. I thought you said linked in. I was like, that's a movie now? (laughs) Uh, Wreck-It Ralph didn't make the top 10. Did it not? It did not. That's surprising, isn't it? I still haven't seen the new one. Magic Mike. Neither have I. was in the top 50. There you go. And uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Anyway, they're just a few. I'm just going through the list. They aren't favorites of mine in any way, but, you know. Highlights to the world. (laughs) So, coming into number 10, MIB 3. Mission Impossible 3 was 20. MIB Men, Men in, in Black, Black Three was. We just <laughs> I was had, like, uh, what is MIB? We just had a trailer drop for Men in Black International this week. Yep, alongside Hellboy. I did not enjoy either of those trailers. I'm going to be honest, but hey, what are you going to do? I yeah, Hellboy. Also- I was kind of excited because it's Hellboy, and then I was like, okay. 
And we're just it's like him- a complete reboot. Yeah. Right? But, but the problem is he looks almost exactly the same. Doesn't have that great Ron Perlman voice. <laughs> I think he arguably looks a little better, but he doesn't have that voice. Yeah. And I didn't realize Neil Marshall, who directed The Descent, was going to go comedy. Yeah. Like, it's very goofy. I thought it was going to be serious. Anyway, yeah. we're not here to talk about trailers <laughs> that are months old for if you're listening to it. Um, coming in at number nine, The Hunger Games. Which one? Number nine. Oh, the first, first one. Yeah, The Hunger Games. Do they? I mean, I guess they made more money with the sequels then. I would have thought that would have been higher. Yeah. We're talking 694 million here. Mm. So, you know. Not enough. <laughs> Coming in at number eight, Madagascar 3, Europe's Most Wanted. <laughs> that beat Hunger That's Games. That's crazy. Yep, that did. That's hilarious. I'm coming in at number seven. I actually went and saw this with you, Al. Me? Um, but I think it was your second viewing, but we went and saw it at the cinema near your place uh, in, in Shepherd's Bush. The Amazing Ooh. Spider-Man. The Amazing Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield. Andrew Gar- I love Andrew Garfield. That was a very fun film. It is now my... Ooh, actually, you, do, you know, do you know what weird little retrospective that I've been thinking about doing, Alex? Spidey. Spidey. I'm in. Love it. I'm in. Me too. Let because me guess. Spider-Man 3 is your favorite. Yep. Yeah, we've talked about that. Because far, far From Home comes out next year, and I was like, that would be an interesting retrospective. You do the three Raimi. That would be fun. We wouldn't do... We'd only do cinematics, so I wouldn't go back to the 70s for those old ones, because they were technically cut from TV episodes. But you do like the Raimi trilogy... Andrew Garfield duology. Yeah. Obviously Homecoming. You'd include, you'd have to include anything he's been as a Civil War. Yeah. And uh, Infinity Avengers. War. Fun. Then I mean. The end game and Far From Home. I mean. And about Spider-Man the Eclipse. So, and Spider-Man Eclipse, the greatest Spider-Man film of all time. <laughs> That's quite a lot of Spidey films though. I mean. They, all, they add up. I mean. And two of them are about five hours long. So yeah. Who knows how long end game will be. So that was seven at six. Capping off the Twilight Saga is the Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part 2. Hmm. I never, I'll be honest, I've always said I've watched all the Twilights. I never got to the last one. I think I never saw it, but I just don't remember any of it. Coming in at five, and I think we had one of these in the last list from our last podcast, and we were asking how many films were there in this series. Ice Age, Continental Drift. Mm. <sighs> Still coming. How long will that Ice Age last? <laughs> Um, at number four, The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. Uh, Peter Jackson's return to Middle Earth with mm. Martin Freeman as Bilbo. Yeah. That went great. I mean, <laughs> we don't have enough time for that. <laughs> well, one day, because we have so many people in our group who want to do Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And my rule is you do Lord of the Rings, you do extended versions, and you got to do The Hobbit. Yep. And that's when people are like, I'm out. <laughs> okay. But one day, I'd probably, I'd probably do still it. do it. The problem is, again, we only do a horror show, which is why I couldn't even program Spidey, but I thought I might do that as an extra, which is a we lot of work. Danny Boyle as an extra. I know, but people didn't listen to Danny Boyle. Oh. <laughs> it's out there, guys. They listened to our Star Wars one, to be fair, but that's yeah, Star Wars. That's Star Wars. And there's no Star Wars this Christmas, which is weird, man. That's freaking me out. Yeah, that's a good thing. I, I would be totally into Solo right now. Yeah, if it came out now instead of yeah, that'd be six fun. months ago. And if you're listening to this, by the way, go back. A month in the archives of Weird Geeks yeah. and listen to our end of year podcast where we're going to be talking over, well, we're going to be arguing. We haven't done it yet. We're going to be arguing some films and some video games. And I'm pretty sure Solo's going to have some good arguing going on on that day. Well, everyone's going to be wrong. Other than us. <laughs> Other than us. Coming in at three, uh, wrapping up the Dark Knight series, The Dark Knight Rises. I like, I like everyone's shits on that film. I actually think it's a good film. I like it. Yeah, it was enjoyable. I liked it. There's some dumb moments, but yeah. yeah. People shit on it, really? Yeah, people really down that one quite a bit now. I think right. because they just love the Dark Knight and then Batman Rises, a lot of people still like, oh, you know, the 
first one and it had all this promise, blah, blah, blah. I think a lot of people think the third one's just got a lot of stupid ideas and the whole Catwoman thing. And I like it. I think it's pretty good. Uh, number two, Skyfall, James Bond. It's a good one. At 1.1 billion. Wow. That is crazy. Well, bond. It's Bond. And number one, oh, did you look at the list, Al? I glanced and I've seen it. There's more than one word, but I can't read because my eyesight is not great. Okay. It made 1.5 billion worldwide. Can you guess incredible. what it is? 2011. 12. 12. 1.5 billion. So six years ago. Animated live. Live. Live action. I mean, we will be. How? 1.5 billion? Avengers Age of Ultron. No, just The Avengers. Oh, just The Avengers. Original Avengers. Yep. Oh, okay. No, okay. I can't even remember that film anymore. How much of an audience do we want to lose? <laughs> it's not great. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, honestly, it's like Saturday morning cartoon mm-hmm. and everyone looks, Captain America looks ridiculous in it. Yeah. I remember, but it was so exciting at the time. But now they've just come so far. Going back to it. And I went back to it just a few months ago. I rewatched all of the MCU and I didn't like it that much, to be honest. Oh, yeah, there it is. Okay. And that wraps up our list. Thank you very much. Twenty twelve. Allison. Yes. I believe you've got some horror films we can be talking about that came out in 2012. I do. What was Rex 3 up against? The first one on the list is The ABCs of Death. These are very interesting. There's a sequel, actually, as well. They go through the alphabet with, like, two, three-minute shorts on horror from different directors. Oh, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, it kind of is. I don't really like <laughs> shorts. <laughs> so I don't like them. But, you know, it's an interesting idea. More of a trousers, man. Understandable. Bait. We talked about oh, this one before. I watched, <laughs> I watched this with Al uh, in a hotel room in Utah. Yep. Do you have your hoodie? Uh, not for <laughs> this one. <laughs> no. It's an Australian shark movie about a tsunami that then brings sharks into a supermarket. Ooh. Pretty cool. Fun. It's as good as that sounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the battery. Yeah, this is really, really... It's over there on a shelf for like films made under a million dollars. This was made from way under. It was like 15,000 or something. I can't remember. Um, yeah, it's a zombie film. Very, very cheap. All right. Of note. I might pronounce this first word wrong. Barbarian Sound Studio? The Barbarian Sound Studio. Yeah, this is just, we should mention it because a lot of horror fans love it. I liked it. I didn't love it like most people do. It's very, very arty. Hmm. Uh, Next up, The Cabin in the Woods. Not arty. Uh, (laughs) Not arty. I enjoyed this film. What about you guys? I don't love it as much as everybody else does as well. Uh, I I never saw it. I don't think I did either. No, you guys would enjoy it. It's good fun. Good fun. Not arty. No. Definitely not arty, but it's it's um oh, wait. it's written by Joss Whedon, so it's it's a lot. It's, I think I have seen this. Yeah, come Who, on, I take it okay. back. It's got Thor in it. Yeah, I have Thor, seen. I know him. A fight for Thor eyes <laughs> in España. <laughs> Everybody goes to pop star right now. <laughs> uh, the collection, the sequel to the collector, not the John Fowles book, but the film we talked about before <laughs> from the directors of some of the Saw sequels. Yeah, both of these films are much better than you think they would be. That's all I have to say. All right. The Devil Inside. Of note, because I feel everyone's forgotten The Devil Inside came out, including horror fans. If you go back, I remember a couple of years ago, I, quite, I like to do it quite a lot, looking at the biggest returns, not the biggest grosses. And The Devil Inside was like number one for the last 10 years. Like there are these horror movies that come out that make so much money comparative to their budget because they're big enough that the public go and see them, but they're not big enough that enough go and see them that they become part of the pop culture, if you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. they have the biggest returns, and it's insane. And this was one of them. Made, mm. made a lot of... Good for them. Uh, Grave Encounters 2. These two, I wish there was three or four of these, because I would love to do these. Alex would have a great time, and if they ever make more, we will. These are found footage spookies set in an insane asylum 
and you know when when it's meant to be like uh yeah all abandoned like insane asylums and they Ooh. go in there break in as a ghost hunting team and that then, sounds fun and it's the opposite of paranormal activity there's not like a slow build it's just crazy shit happening all the time and that I sounds think, awesome yeah i think alex would have good fun with it Ooh. i can feel my hoodie already creeping up <laughs> and over my eyes <laughs> next up the lords of salem this is what our friend rob zombie was doing um <laughs> our friend yeah friend on the halloween podcast i just met a bunch of people on the festival tour who really love this movie and think it's his best one i think it's his worst one but i understand why they like it i just hate sherry moon zombies so much did you get into fights with them physical fights yeah. yeah yeah that's how we debate i don't know what other kind there is it's valid maniac this is a cool remake i like it produced by alexander azure starring um what's his face hobbit boy Lord martin of- freeman no sorry Lord elijah and elijah, elijah wood. wood elijah wood well i keep seeing his producer in lots of movies i'm watching at the moment Deep pockets. <laughs> Paranormal Activity 4. Ooh. We will get to these. Us three. Fast. We'll get to these next year. Yep. Yep, yep. Uh, Sadako 3D. We will also get to these she next year. She literally climbs out of your TV. Yes. Very immersive. I mean, sort of literally. <laughs> that you're playing very loose there. Um, yeah, we're going to get to these. There's like 16 of them. So it's the biggest thing we're going to ever have attempted um, I know her Ruka's in because she's Japanese, so she's contractually obliged. <laughs> <laughs> she does a good she does Sadako a- walk. Oh, she really does. Very good. Uh, yeah, I don't know who's going to be the other, the third poor sucker, but we'll, but we'll do these next year. And it'll be a lot of next year because there's so many of them. All right. Tanro. Well, this year, get if you're Tanro, So you get a now. double Japanese. <laughs> it's too much. Because he also does a good uh, Sadako. He does a good well. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Exactly. Excuse me. Silent Hill Revelation 3D. I mean, I would love to get to these because I want to make a Silent Hill remake. There you go. You're out there and you need a director. Call me. What I'll about white. a Silent House? Yeah, no, they already remade that. And they remade that the same year the original came out. I think we talked about it last week, actually. Mm. Yeah. Well, after Silent House is Sinister. Ethan Hawke. Spooky things. It's fine. VHS. There's a collection, anthology collection. These are good. There's VHS, VHS 2 and VH. Viral, I think it's called VHS Viral. One more, and we're gonna we're gonna podcast. It's true, found footage again. Yep. We are the found footage team I'm now. In. I hope you yeah. know that. Unfortunately, I'm I'm in. I am in. We could just make Find a, me that footage. If we just did a found footage segment as like a a folder off of the horror show, then we could do Grave Encounters. Yeah, that's we true. We don't have to have three. I mean, we sooner or later, we will run out of franchises, and we just, I'm starting next year even just pottering in some little filler ones as well, so we break things. And some of the longer series up with just like, here's just two or three. Breaking the format a little bit. I say next year, this year, when you're listening to it, this, this year. Don't this worry, year. you're not waiting until 2019. We're getting to everything. Uh, do you know what also has found footage? The beginning of Spider-Man Homecoming. Ooh. You've seen it now, right? I haven't seen it you yet. You still haven't you seen still? Homecoming? Uh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> then don't watch it. Wait till we do the Spider-Man show. Oh, I will. Yeah. Um, or found footage. Well, if I found, well yeah, spoilers. <laughs> it begins in his phone. Mm-hmm. So technically. All right. I mean, footage. it might be donated footage. But Last one on the list is The Woman in Black. Uh, old Harry Potter. There are actually some more that you missed hmm. that I noticed on the list here. Not interested. Let's hear it. Resident Evil Retribution. I feel like there's what? one of 2012? Is that the best one now? No, that is not the best one. <laughs> Extinction is the best one. Did I? Is it? Do we have the right list? Is, Prometheus also came me. out in 2012. Oh, no, I did the wrong list. That would be really funny if, <laughs> if we, we did just did that. that whole thing. Oh, I think we did the wrong list. <laughs> I think we did 2011. No, it is 2012 because Paranormal no, no. Activity came out in 2012. 
Which one though? And the woman in black. Apparently, uh, four. Mm. Prometheus also came out. <laughs> well, give me another film off that list. VHS. That was one. The Possession. What's that? Oh, that's twenty twelve. Yeah, we're fine. I don't know how I missed Resident Evil. It wasn't on the list I looked at. Or I just skipped it because my brain skips Paul Anderson films. Am I <laughs> yeah. right, guys? All right. Rec 3 Genesis. 5 out of 10, like we said on IMDb. Directed by Paco Plaza. Just half of the team that did Rec 1 and 2. We're going to talk about how that affects this movie. Written by Luizo Berdejo. Who wrote Rec, but <laughs> did not write Rec 2. There's a question mark in his name. There is. Also written by Paco Plaza and David Gallat. DP'd by Pablo Rosso. The same guy. Pablo! Our good friend. Music! There is music in this one by Mikel Salas. There is music. Has also teamed up with Paco Plaza in his previous film, Roman Santa, The Werewolf Hunt, and would continue to do music for both of these directors, pretty much all their films. Budgeted at $6.5 million. Grossed $10 million. Hmm. Not great. Mm. Starring Leticia Dallara as Clara, Diego Martin as Calder, Coldo, Ismael Man- Martinez as Rafa, Alex Mona as Adrian, Borja Glez Santalola as Aiton. You're doing great, Al. You're doing great. We should oh, just man. make a whole podcast of you're you do- reading Spanish great. names. <laughs> I got his last name is insane. But no Manuela Velasco as Angela. Mm. We're not getting that part of the story because we're going to get something different. What are we going to get? They Tell, were me showing more. Us- Tell me more. When they were showing us that montage for like the teen version, I was like, oh no, it's Angela again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I really thought it was her. Technically, she is in this movie. But so Paco was getting fed up of people basically going to the theaters knowing what they were getting because they'd seen trailers and they knew online marketing. So you knew exactly what you're going to get. Now, to be very clear, these two guys, uh, Juama, uh, Jama, Jama, isn't it? Jama. 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 Jama is Pat and Paco. They had no idea Rec 1 was going to be the hit it was. Like, it was just an experiment. They couldn't believe it did so well. They said they wouldn't do a sequel. They did a sequel. <laughs> money. Partly, I think, because, yeah, money. <laughs> but also, I think they were pissed at Quarantine, which we're going to be getting to in a couple of weeks' time, the American remake. So they wanted to do it, like, continue their way. So when they came to do these, they split up. Jama was doing a different film called Sleep Tight. So Sleep Tight, I had seen it a few years ago when it came out. Well, many years ago, and I actually rewatched it last night in preparation for this. Uh, it's really good, <laughs> really, really good. I don't want to spoil anything about Sleep Tight. I genuinely think don't even look at the poster if you're interested in it cool. because it gives away things. It's just a much better going. It's a it's a Hitchcockian thriller, Spanish as well in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait till we get to the end of this. It might be the best film either of them have ever made. To be Ooh. honest, it's very good. Um, and Did I'm, you hear that, Paco? <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. And it's definitely, it's dark and it's very much, even though it's a thriller, horror themed. As we can get to it, Rec 3 is definitely a comedy horror romance. Spoilers. <laughs> and I remember at the time, I was aware for the marketing how this movie was going to be. And I remember my head separating the two as Paco mm-hmm. is not interested in the things I'm necessarily interested in and, and Jama is doing more what I would want them to do. Uh, which That's how I felt at the time. I may feel differently now. And Paco's gone on to direct Veronica as well, which we'll get to in our wrap-ups and stuff, uh, which is definitely full-on horror. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, but I do respect the stuff. Like, he, he was pissed that people always know what they're to expect, so they wanted to defy your expectations. They wanted you to go into a rec film and not know what you're going to get and to swap things around. Backfired on him a little bit because the public were kind of upset about it. That's why it's got a 5 out of 10, I think, on IMDb. Um, people were upset about the change in tone. They didn't feel this was a proper follow-on. So it kind of became this sort of, I think, like middle ground of like, all right, well, this is just waiting. This is what you're biding your time with until uh, two years after this, so like four years since the last one. 
till rec four the proper till we get john may back on board exactly and to be clear the next one is just him like paco's not involved get out of here paco (laughs) (laughs) and that wraps up um our rec three podcast (laughs) thank you for listening uh so his <laughs> reference for this film, see if you guys, actually, I don't know if you guys are that familiar with this franchise, so you probably couldn't guess. The Evil Dead movies. Yeah, that's what I was thinking throughout the whole film. He was a big, um, Army of Darkness is his favorite Evil Dead film. Right. Which I think tells you everything you need to know about him. And it's yeah. quite a lot of people's favorite. It's the most goofy, it's the most cartoonish, mm-hmm. and it's the least horror. It's probably my least favorite Evil Dead film, even though I do enjoy it, for sure. But yeah, that definitely lets you know what he was aiming for with this movie. They had brainstormed for Rec 2 a whole bunch of potential ideas for basically we need more excuses for found footage. What situations give you just people filming? And a wedding was one of the things they written down. Mm-hmm. And they thought it was too silly for Rec 2. Um, so they shelved it. And he went back into those pile of ideas for this one saying, okay, how do we, what can we use for found footage? And a wedding seemed like the perfect setting for him to have com- comedic opportunities. Fair. Yeah. Which I think was, uh, you know. But what he was trying to do, pick, picked a good setting for sure. it, picked a good genre. Sure. So yeah, and to, to be clear, the film takes place alongside Rec and Rec 2, as we'll get into as we go through. This is not a sequel. This is a parallel movie. It began shooting on 4th of April 2011, ended on 20th of May 2011. And then on 23rd of May, post-production began. A teaser was then launched just four months later and a full trailer five months later. Not messing around. Get into it. Let's get this shit out. Now, in 2009, you might want to Google this guy. There was a Spanish movie called Spanish Movie. Ah. (laughs) Let let me know if from the poster you can tell me what type of movie this might be. And I'm just shocked to find that other countries other than America do this kind of movie. There it is. Spanish Movie. Look at that. Which looks like a scary movie style movie. That's exactly what it is. This is a scary movie style teen movie. You know, all of those fucking spoof (laughs) comedy bullshit <laughs> this is one that's purely spoofing spanish movies that spain made huh but wait is it, is it american no spanish it is spanish spanish <laughs> but just spoofing spanish movies so there's a uh, pan from pan's labyrinth yeah there is and then there's a smurf if it looks like it from the bottom left that's smurf yep well that's going on but in that movie they spoofed wreck <laughs> No, I haven't been able to. I'm going to track it down for the wrap up. I only found out about it's too late and it wasn't easy to track down, to be honest, this film. Because uh, I wanted to see how they spoofed it. They spoofed Wreck, both the director's cameo in that movie. That's funny. And they spoof Angela. The, mm. you know, the now, do you know who plays Angela in Spanish movie? The girl that plays Angela? No, <laughs> Leticia Delera, the star of Wreck 3. Ah. Oh, yeah, there she is. So, what year was Spanish movie? This movie was in 2009. Exactly. So, this is how they met her. This is how they decided to want to team up with her and do a movie Uh. with her. was her playing a comedy version of their own character. That's really funny. Very strange. There she is. (laughs) Uh, What's even potentially weirder is that Leticia and the original Angela actress Manuela both share a birthday. um, Even though Leticia's six years younger. So, also... In 2012, alongside Rec 3 Genesis, they released a comic book called Rec Historias Ineditas, which would mean... Can you say it again? Historias... Story. Ineditas. Edited history. history. Unedited history, I guess. (laughs) Uh, The unedited history. Ineditas, I see. It was released alongside a film. It featured five short stories. Now, I'm going to give you guys the option because I've been talking for a while. Would you rather... Because these shine a light on certain things in the Rec uh, world. Now, I have ordered the comic, hasn't turned up yet. It's not available in English translation. It's okay. only available in Spanish. 
you gonna make Alberto translate it for you? Well, I luckily I found some descriptions online, which then I could go through and then read it. I found a PDF online you could read on a Facebook page if people want to, and then I kind of like piece together from the descriptions what's happening. Obviously, mm. I have some confusion, and some of them don't actually have many words. Do you want me to tell you about the five stories from this now? Hey, listen, I love a bit of expanded universe stuff. <laughs> Hit me with it. I don't, sorry, Ali, I'm not talking <laughs> to myself said. here. All right, because this might set up something. It might not, because this was released alongside Rec 3. Um, well, none of us have seen Rec 4, so I guess. Are you worried it's going to reveal? No, no, no. I mean, we'll definitely do it in this podcast. It's just whether you want it now or at the end of Rec 3. Oh, I see. Now. All right. So the first story in this comic book is called Trapped. This follows the teenagers who are trapped in the apartment in Rec 2. Mm. So what this will oh, tell you is some of the things you're definitely not going to see in Rec 4, <laughs> I guess. So, yeah, remember we talked about, I forgot all about them until we got to the end of our podcast. And you guys are like, where are those teenagers oh, still locked? You said <laughs> burned alive. Yeah. Do you want to know what happened to them? Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> hey. After Tito, so this, I'll be honest, this one's really weird. It's kind of animated, it's sort of like drawn in a manga kind of style. Right. But one of those sort of, you know, not really manga. Right. After Tito's possession, the couple, it's the guy and the girl are trapped in that closet thing. So what do you do? You start making out and having sex. <laughs> so they start feeling each other up. She gets like a boobs out and she starts like having sex with him. And then Tito, like they get like released by Tito and taunted by him. They have like, a, they escape from him, but, and they go outside and then they're shot down by a new group of geos who have come in to rescue Angela. So they get the killed. Thing. They get killed. Yeah. <laughs> not by fire, just by shooting. But not before yeah. we have some completely Different pointless of sort of, I mean, there's not real nudity, but they're definitely like going mm. at it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's a really weird way to start your comic. Um, also, what's really weird and pisses me off is half of these, or most of these have an intro and outro where the possessed Tristana, you know, the, I don't want yeah. to call it because she's not a witch. Yeah. Trist- we'll just call it Tristana. Tristana. Yeah. The possessed queen. She <laughs> is introing, outroing these stories much like a crypt keeper from Tales from the Crypt. Get out. Seriously, there's little panels of her, uh, I presume, in Spanish, because it looks exactly like that. Like, oh, <laughs> welcome to my world, and here's what happened in the closet of sex time. <laughs> it's really weird. Next up, we've got Tristana, which provides the backstory for Tristana Medios. Now, there's not much talking in this one, so if you do want to read one, this one's pretty readable. There's only a few lines at the end. Okay. It's pretty much all silent. It's actually drawn pretty well. I don't know. I don't know if we want this backstory. She's in, she's like, a nun, child, working in some coven somewhere. What do you call them? Coven? A nun yeah. child? I mean, she, how old is she? She's like 12 or whatever. She's like a she nun in waiting. I don't yeah. know. Learning to be exactly. a nun. And she's being like a servant almost to all right. these priests. And then it's all like, again, you can just read this one. You don't need the Spanish until the end. They all decide to rape her. Okay. So there's this whole chase scene. She goes to this like bedroom and then it's pretty nasty. There's a lot of blood. And then you see the cross that's above the bed goes upside down and then falls onto her head. And then like these nuns come in and like rescue her with, a, with another priest that I think is going to be good or something. It might even lead into the one that we have or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Like there's not much, uh, there's a few lines at the end. So I miss what the ending of, of it is about. But basically it's about, hey, here's how she became possessed. Because by the end of it, she's full on demon. Mm. Right. And became demon from the rape, I believe. Right. By the priest. By the priest. Irony. With the upside down cross above her, I guess. Hmm. Don't really understand it. Don't really know if that's the history that I want. Right. But that's the one we get. It is worth reading if you want to know, because it's it's easy to it's fairly well drawn and you don't need to know Spanish. Part three is zombie. 
which deals with an infected dude who makes his way to a zoo and then he infects the animals. <laughs> <laughs> Does he like sleep with them or? It, no, no sex in this one. Uh, <laughs> very out silly. Okay, <laughs> lots of zombie lions and I think giraffes and so on. Stupid. Again, Tristana doing a good old intro and outro on this one. <laughs> and this was released at the same time. Yes. Then we have the experiment, which follows the original priest, Padre Albelda. So the one who was in the penthouse who we yeah. find in Rec 2 up in those ducts. This is going to tell you how he got there. The rubber guy. Yeah. I'm tell you how he got there. So this is definitely true canon. It shows him feeding her appendages, which he appears he's like buying. He's got them in shopping bags at the beginning of the comic and is bringing like back Like human appendages. Yeah. People's arms and stuff. It's very weird. She's in this room. It's got some good artwork and some creepy imagery, actually. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's feeding her, looking after her. I don't know all the language that goes on, but the basic story is he then like comes in one day and she's dead. And I think, I don't know if he's poisoning her on purpose. He might be because I read one summary which said he's trying to kill her and I yeah. don't see that anywhere else. But then he unlocks her to, like, get rid of the body, but she's just pretending to be dead. And then she attacks him. Clever girl. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And then he hides in the attic from her, crawls into the dark space that we find him in. He's, like, crawling along and he gets to that same grate. And those same children are behind that grate and seem to scare him and give him a heart attack, I think. Because then you get these four panels of him aging very quickly as I presume time passes to the skeleton we find him in in the film. Didn't he put those kids up there? Yes. I don't. I'm a little confused. Again, I don't understand all Spanish. This is just broad strokes. Broad strokes. <laughs> Work on your EU. I would read this one though as well because it is pure canon. Like it definitely tells you what's going on and the artwork's pretty good. The final story follows the infected uncle from Genesis. That we're about to get to. <laughs> uh, uh, and it yeah. reveals him at the vets. I'll be honest, I kind of skip by this one a bit because there's a lot of Spanish. It's not well drawn. Yeah. But yeah, it shows him getting bit by the dog. I, I think he might be the vet. Sure. That's what I gathered from his yeah. description. Unless he, he was just vet. at a vet's office and going in the back without yeah. permission. Yep. Gets bit by the dog. And that's it, basically. And now also around each chapter, there are some cool single images from guest artists, which are pretty cool to see like Rec interpreted by different comic book artists. There you go. Alex has it pulled up right now. That's the only place I could find you can read it online. Just type in Facebook, Rec, comic or whatever. Historias. Oh, wow. Well, it's got the whole thing. Yeah. It's the whole comic. So there you go. There's the first huh. one. We're about to get to the sex scene. I want to tilt it so Allie can see this uh, beautiful <laughs> Share video. the porn with me. Yeah. Sorry, we should have done this while I was talking through it. But hey, if you're listening, you got nowhere to go. Oh. some boob grabbing. Wow. Oh, my God. Going at it. Told you. <laughs> oh, my God. Very weird style, though, right? Not what you'd expect. That one, yeah. And then wait till you get the last page. No, no go back one. Ooh, see her yes. in the bottom right? She's holding yeah, a she camera. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely <laughs> outroing the story. She looks cool in that picture. Yeah, and then, and then we're into... I like these little things in between. Yeah, they have like newspaper clippings. This is the one where we get the origin origin of Tristana. Oh, I like mm. this art. Yeah, it's nicely done. I like there's no talking. But yeah, some bloody stuff is not very nice. Mm. That's her wow. fully turned demon. Uh, yeah, the rape scene's a few pages behind. They luckily don't go on too well long. Yeah, these, these in between images are pretty cool. And then we're and into the zoo one. Just get by this one. <laughs> There we see. There's, oh a, look, there's a turtle. There's a turtle there. See in the bottom. A turtle. He's biting the the gorilla. That's hilarious. <laughs> then we're into this is the one where we get what happened to the priest who has her in the apartment. It's nice. Wow. Well. Look at that. Great. To go back to. I like this. That's cool. Wow. That's what he keeps her in. Just like very thin room with crosses all over it. And it looks like the room that they were in when they had to turn the light off to see the door. It does. Yeah, there it is. It does. But yeah, that one's worth fun. I love some of these images. They're great. Cool. That's cool. That's fun. Thanks for sharing that, Al. Mm, you're yeah. I suggest everyone goes and have a look. 
But we're here to talk about Rec Genesis. Let's fucking get to it, shall we, guys? 35 minutes in. Everyone loves our long openings. That's what we're presuming. <laughs> we like to stretch. No one's emailed our fuck run. you email address yet. So no, they have not. We assume they have Although no problem. it probably comes the same ones. Maybe we don't know. But it'll say in the email who they sent it, it was, to. That's true. Yeah. So we open, and I had to restart this three times because I think everyone thought I was just booting up the menu. <laughs> and Alex was like, why does that wedding image come up now? <laughs> what are you is hiding? This is this your you're personal doing? VHS? Is this how you... you're sustaining your lifestyle as wedding photography? <laughs> no, Alex, it's not. It's the beginning of the movie. We get a DVD basically being put in, loaded up, and then you have the typical cliched sort of wedding photo and then it, you can pick slideshow or the video. It goes to slideshow. I don't know who's choosing these options, <laughs> to be honest. But And we get this yeah, typical wedding slideshow with this cheesy Spanish sort of romance song of Clara and Coldo. And it's them as kids growing up, meeting, and the typical stuff you'll see in a wedding thing. And mm-hmm. you're immediately... No, you're in for a different type of film, right? Yeah. Because there are giggles. <laughs> giggles are happening during this intro. Again, sorry, we always do this too late. To clarify, I've seen this before. You guys have never seen Rec 3. Never seen Correct. this. Okay. I wasn't at this point so much, like right off the bat, I wasn't laughing at it. Mm-hmm. I was kind of laughing because it was that sort of cheesy wedding photo. And it, for me at this point, I wasn't like, oh, the tone's necessarily different. Okay. I was giving it like- It could still go serious after yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, okay, it's a really kind of interesting way of starting. And yeah, and for me, it was like funny because, yeah, it was cheesy wedding photos, but I was still like, oh, this could be, I'm not going to get a comedy sort of spoof here. I really like it as an opening. Like, I think so it's a I. cool, different way to do a found footage opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. We do then hard cut to actual footage. So I don't know, like you, you want to see someone go back to the main menu, right? And hit it, even though it yeah. would make no sense that anyone edited this together. Mm-hmm. It does feel weird. We kind of go hard then into the footage, but yeah, but yeah we're into the footage. We're with Coldo's cousin who's filming stuff. I just call him film boy. Yeah, that's what I called him. I'm <laughs> glad. Adrian. Oh, Adrian. I think you'll find it's pronounced film boy <laughs> or Adrian Brody. We're introduced to this stubbly friend who I just call Perv for the rest of the film. Unfairly, because I think it's fine that he's into girls, but it was just the easy shorthand for me. Who's asking? Oh, Rafa. Is that what he's called, Rafa? Is that who you're talking about? The guy that ends up going with the girl? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then says to the film film boy right here, like, if you see any hot women, film them for oh, me. Oh, no. That was a different guy, actually. Oh, that was Rafa. Was it? Yeah. You okay. talking about Spanish Bradley Cooper? With the yeah. Sure. Was that Rafa? Yeah. yeah, that was him right yeah. at the beginning. He's the brusque. In, like, the okay. pink. Yeah, okay. Vest. Yeah, you're right. Or the perv. <laughs> <laughs> he asks if the devil Natalie is coming. Now, who is Natalie? I'm assuming it's an ex. But we don't see his. her again because I'm waiting for Natalie to turn up in this movie. Is it not the. This is not the girl, girl that he sleeps with. Oh, is that Natalie? Because then someone says Nat- the name Natalie later in the film. And then I was like, wait, who was Natalie? Because I recognized oh. the name and I couldn't remember who it was. So it's the French girl. There's a so character he says called the Jumanji. devil Natalie, but then he sleeps with her. There's a character called Jumanji? Yeah. <laughs> the board game? She's the French girl, right? Yeah, she's the French girl for oh, sure. Oh, all right. So that is meant so to be Natalie. So why does he call her the devil? And then he's maybe he's like... He's being cheeky. Because like, oh, she, maybe devil. she's like a little bit sort of, you know. So is he, he, is he the friend of Coldo or is he Coldo's brother? I thought he was I like Coldo's friend. Yeah, I don't know if he's Because I'm very confused with a lot of these relationships. Oh, yeah. That are going on. And then the animosity then the bride has with Natalie later, you feel would be more prescient if it was a relation. Like if it was like her fiance's brother's ex-girlfriend or something like that. 
Like they used to be. Yeah, some family. sort of weird. Yeah, because it feels too. Yeah, they don't explain why. I'm very confused. They a lot have of some sort of. Yeah, people, in this film, but that's fine. Yep. Because <laughs> what are you gonna do? So we're introducing the official video guy, Atun. Mm-hmm. Who we're gonna find out later works for Filmax, yep. the company who made this movie and the other rake movies. <laughs> He's got a fucking steady cam with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two questions. Number one: Is it necessary? I mean. Let's just factor it. No one uses a fucking steady cam at a wedding. <laughs> like, nobody does. Yeah, but did you see the shots that he was getting? Well, number two. Not really. I yeah, like we I don't never film that steady cam. This is a very unsteady <laughs> Everything film. Everything is just. There was just that Adrian's one shot footage. when he was like, you'll yeah. be the cousin. It's like yeah. sweeping past we him. We see it like once. Yeah. And then after that, it's. I like. Felt but then a after bit that, you don't. Like at one point. You cut back to his footed filming once. You see him a, a lot. You see him yeah. filming a lot. Yeah. But like, what's the point? Of we don't have ever a steady count and not mm. really using it. Yeah. Mm. And plus, when you see him later, not to get techie with it, but you can't use a steady cam that long. It would fuck up your back. You have yeah. to take a break, like legally, like every 20 minutes, mm-hmm. whatever it is. He's a big guy. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. So he's requesting that this, uh, that film boy who's filming on a like inferior little digital camera. He laughs at him. He goes, <laughs> megapixels. <laughs> But then Which, he seems to really be counting on him for getting yeah, footage. Yeah, like, like, we're mostly in his you footage. You and your cam. Yeah. He's like, you're part of the family. You can get footage. I can't. Yeah. Like, mm, you can also well, like if you If they were, if they hired <laughs> you, you are, they probably don't want you, you to get that footage. Maybe if you had a fucking Steadicam, you could get through that door. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> fine, idiot. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, man, if I have to hear Cinema Verite said <laughs> one more time because yeah. he was talking about the style, mm-hmm. do Cinema Verite. Yeah. And then we've got a third filmer, a teenage girl who's with the bride, Clara. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is actually turns out to be her sister, right? I think so. Yeah. Because Calder rescues her later and he says something about we're going to get. Sister or like cousin? Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. But some part of her family, for sure. Absolutely. Or just. <laughs> and we have a moment where she's filming and she says, I have to tell you something. Clara says to the little girl. And then it cuts. Yep. And what? we all know what it is, right? Yep. Because what else do you have to tell at a wedding? I slept with um, <laughs> yeah, you're not tell the If it was anybody else, if it was like an adult An female, adult, then maybe you would think. Yeah. Is it something else? It's somebody saying, oh, I'm second guessing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she was going to say, someone. I got bit by this like zombie-like guy, but it'll be fine. <laughs> it was very hot. Was I kind of liked hot. it. Yeah. But yeah, no, with the little girl, you're immediately like, oh, it's just going to be she's pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. So sadly, that also, why us. would you tell a little girl first? I know. Why is she the first person you're Nightmare. telling? Well, to be fair, while this is happening in um, Jama's universe, sleep tight. There's a little girl feature in there I don't want to talk too much about, but she has some secrets as well and holds them very well. So I feel like these two directors just must really have a niece trust. or something who's very trustworthy. <laughs> yeah. So yes, but we don't really get her footages. We get it a couple of times and it's just gone. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was thinking, oh, this is smart. Just setting up three cameras. We're going to mm-hmm. have the smooth, steady cam. Yep. We're going to have a film boy who has the wreck written in it. Not every time, though. Does he not? No. So there's a point where I was like, what did I write? Yeah, I thought that it was interesting that they did put that so you knew. Mm. And then there are other times I were cutting back. Like once I became aware of it, I was like, okay, is that happening every time? And it wasn't. Huh. Right. He didn't get the frame every time. It was just kind of like there as a little reminder oh. that, oh, we're back with Film Boy's camera. I had very few months for posts. So. <laughs> I will yeah. say this, though, with the three cameras at this, at this point in time, like right at this beginning part, for me, it was feeling 
it was actually feeling organic and believable the way it was cutting between the cameras. Yeah. Yes. Compared to Rec 2 where the ones with the, the body cams, with the SWAT guys and even Rosso who was carrying the camera, that all felt very slick and polished and- Yeah. You didn't have much reason to cut from yeah. one of the different cameras to- Yeah. Or cut in general. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it, I'm nitpicking because that's what we do. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm totally into it. Yeah. Like, I'm a bit confused with who's who, what the relationships are. Steady cam thing is ridiculous. Yeah. But I'm totally into it. This is a fun setup. Yeah. And it feels kind of believable. Mm-hmm. And I like having the three setups. That's partly why I'm calling out because I don't really use that. Yeah. And I like that. I was like, okay, we've got three distinct different styles of filming and we're going to jump between them throughout this film. And that's not what happens for better or worse. We'll see. Yeah. So we were introduced to Uncle, who's the uncle of. Uh, what's this Coldo, Coldo. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah he is the vet guy from the comics who's been bitten by we presume max the dog from rec one jennifer's dog so everything's set up we right know before know we learned that he was bit though in the very background did you guys see the older woman who looked like the old woman from the first rec oh really no. yeah where we're i think we're looking at rafa and in the back he like the cousin pans to, and it's blurred, this like old woman who's yeah, in like a that. very similar nightgown type of thing that the woman's in in the first one. That's weird. And I th- feel like he pauses on it for a little bit and then I looked down to make a note and when I looked back up, I saw a subtitle disappear so I wasn't sure if he was like, who's that? Or like said, Ooh. commented on it. I know it's her, but like, that, does that make any sense? She well, that's got, why I don't, I don't I guess know. I guess they must be in the same borough because he's the vet. To like, but then that means she would have left the wedding no, but she could have just been on the street. Yeah, no, it didn't look she like she was a wedding participant. Oh, she was like, like show, on the shopping. outskirts of... I say we yeah. go back and watch that later. Because I looked at that and I was like, oh, interesting. <laughs> looked down to make a note. And then after that, the uncle talks about how so he, he'd been bit. why I love found footage. There's always a little thing. I mean, we might listen. Frame. We might just be really reading into it. It might just be an old no, woman Allison, in the background. <laughs> it was there on purpose. It might not be It makes sense because she went home that evening... And she went fucking crazy on the Colombian girl. And then fucking She's reporter alive. got there she and she screamed. And then it's midnight. She changed and her nightgown though. Going it was up. clean. How, yeah. did we, how did they do it though? Because they used the dog as the catalyst in the first one. Um, or in the first, second one. Mm. How did that get back? Because the dog wasn't back at the flat. No. How did they explain that in the first two? I've forgotten now. Well, the well, girl was, was sick. There. Oh, he was living there. He was already yeah. getting Jennifer, yeah. Jennifer was sick. Okay. But so they thought it was the dog is infected the uncle. Yeah. The dog has also infected the girl. The yeah. dog, we presume, at some point got up into the penthouse and was infected by Tristana. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe Before one of the little kids. Or one of the little kids. Okay. Okay. And then separately, we have grandmother who potentially is out on the streets of Spain. Yeah. Doing her own thing, about to go home. But then, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Like, she didn't yeah. interact with anyone. Well, no, but my other question. Yeah. My other question is there are people in. <laughs> Similar out like white jumpsuit type of things that we see outside before the real chaos and infection starts to happen, like mm-hmm. before the uncle turns officially. Oh, the guys in the hazmat and they're suits. The, yeah, they're the guys who end up like ripping their way through the screen. Are they supposed to also be zombies or are they like officials well, Adam, who have just, note that this might rewind. be happening? Let's rewind. We're nearly getting You're jumping a little bit ahead, so we'll get to them. Don't worry, because they're a big question. Because if they're infected, then maybe there's a few of them already around, including the lady. If not, I don't know. So then, but then, I mean, there's so many. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they are making it up as they go along. They're pretty open about that. They didn't expect (laughs) this to be a franchise. So, but still. See, Uncle's been bitten. He looks a bit weird. Clara's about (laughs) to tell Calder 
uh, Koldo that she's pregnant, but then music distracts His him. His song comes on. He's <laughs> like, like, wait, babe. Hold on. Like any good husband. Mm. Like, you look like you're about to tell me something serious. Yeah. Oh, wait. I'm going to go dance. I love this song. <laughs> Let's dance. Uh, they do speeches. They do some cake cutting with a big sword. Now, our first question was, wait a second. <laughs> do they That's use not big a swords? That's a cultural thing. Yep. Bethany Confirmed. looked it up. I Googled it. And then we also texted our dear old DP Spanish friend, Alberto. Alberto said it does happen, but it's a cheesy thing. And I think from both of our Googlings online. Yeah, it apparently came from Roman times. They used to do it. And then some bigger weddings still do it as like a nod. And I mean, this sword is huge. It's, yeah. a, it's like a broadsword. Yeah. Almost. It's crazy. Yeah. Slicing up the cake. And then we're introduced to, uh, what's it called? John Sponge? Sponge? Oh, John? Yeah. yeah. John Sponge. John Sponge. John Not SpongeBob. No. Nope. Because of copyright, which he says multiple times. <laughs> yes. And then they see the uncle throwing up what looks like blood, but I think they presume is red wine. Yeah, they yeah. think he's drunk. Yeah. Because he's been acting funny all night. He's sort of standing he there and smiling. Yeah. And then he pukes. And this is where we hit the bit of Ali's talking about. Suddenly there are a bunch of people on the grounds in hazmat suits just wandering around. And a police car turns up. And they think that they're fumigating. And they go like, fuck them. Let's go inside mm-hmm. and party. Yeah, but I'm confused. So I'm confused about why they're there already if they're not already suspicious. So my thinking was uh, at the time... Was that in Rec 2, we find out that they trace the virus from the dog at the vet. So, they were, they were, that's true. the authorities are aware of the dog. Oh, and, that's and why if he that's was what the that, veterinarian. Yeah, and that's why they go to cordon off that building, because they know the dog came from there. So, yeah, then my thinking was, if they know if this man is- at- yeah. If he's either the vet or they knew he was there because and he got bit and like the veterinarian's been like, yep, yeah, these are the people that are here today, then they've tracked him- and are getting ready to shut it down. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. But, but then you just take him. Yeah, Don't you would lock take all him. these people you in a building with the him. flowers. Yeah. <laughs> what are they looking for? Yeah. The vet. The drunk <laughs> Is vet. Is he in his flower bed? <laughs> He's right there throwing up blood in front of you. Yeah. It was weird. You would just take him. It was very weird. Yeah. So just take it out and just have them not turn up. Unless yeah. I, know they I thought were... it was funny because we cut back. So we see the uncle's view. We see the hazmat guys. We see the cop arrive. And then it goes, cuts like straight into the dining room hall. Everyone's dancing. The bride and groom are doing their first dance, which is very goofy. It was the same as my wedding dance. It was a really exact funny same dance. <laughs> and for me at this point, I was like, I, I liked the tension of seeing all that and then coming back in and just like thinking, okay, the shit's going to hit the fan. Mm-hmm. But I feel that that only pays off because I've seen the first two. I don't, I don't know if that would pay off as much if you hadn't, because like having that anticipation of what's going to like. What's going to, yeah. yeah. What yeah, does this mean? When's it going to explode kind of thing? We should bring in your wife, Bethany, because she watched this. And this was the first yeah. rec film she's seen. She enjoyed the film, to be yeah, fair. she did. Said she would watch others. I really wanted to watch the first two though now. But yeah, the, but as much as I was enjoying like that tension of like, okay, when's it going to explode and hit the fan? There was also that point of like, why aren't the cops just coming in and shutting down the whole thing? Makes no sense. And they're going to do a thing later where they're going to show in the background on the TV screen the original film, but she's going into the apartment at that point. So it hasn't even started at the apartment yet. Like we don't have the sheets even thrown down or anything yet at the apartment, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll get to that later. But I mean, I guess you could say they're showing a rerun on TV or something like who knows. And it also insinuates- Oh, was that on TV? Yeah, I we'll get to it. Notice. That's what I mean. She's I technically in this film, but it's on in the background, but we'll get to mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I did not notice that. Uh, you could also 
I mean, it's another problem for me with that is in that cause she says that we're live at one point in the in Rec One, and then mm-hmm. definitely not. But then that insinuates that they were live because if it was it streamed was being to TV. Streamed. Oh. Yeah, problems <laughs> arise. Mm. Anyway, like you say, lots of frivolities. Rafa's chatting up a very tall lady that we're now saying is is Natalie. Yeah, we think the very French weird. girl. Very weird. And then the uncle's up in the mezzanine. He falls, and this is where the shit does hit the fan. I'll say that's a cool one, uncle. Yep. Allow it more so you keep tracking this scene. Yeah. No. Bites a woman who's trying to help him and then Who throws doesn't up blood. really put up a fight. No, she likes it. <laughs> she seems He's like, to. Ronnie, not here. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I think his name was Ron. Uh, throws up blood in another woman's face and then, <laughs> question mark, where from? Zombies just burst uh, into the room. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that's what, at this point, I didn't know if they were people in hazmat suits or people who were already zombies. I mean, they could have been both. No, they're in but hazmat suits. Blinded? Were they? No, I don't think they were. They're in. No, no, not the in, ones like, jumping in. White... The ones outside. Yeah, the people who jump in, I thought were the same people who were in the all white. They weren't wearing any like head protective gear. I thought they were just in like white button downs. Oh. Are they? I don't know. <sighs> I'm really confused. So there has to be more than just him around. Yeah, because when we see the uncle outside, he's not. He's not really. He's not a zombie yet. yet. He hasn't yeah. turned. He's vomiting, and then we see him on top of the balcony, and he still hasn't turned at that point. But he's giggling. <laughs> yeah, because he's drunk. He's but drunk. even if you get out of that, it's just. And I don't, if people at home are shouting at us because we call them the zombies, it's just easier to call them that. Now, I know technically they're demons. Yeah, but sorry, they seem like zombies. We'll go back and forth. But no, I did. I've done that lots. But it's the dog is the catalyst. So we're going with the dog at the vet. Everything yep. has to spread from that. We only have one person here that we know of from the vet, mm-hmm. which is the uncle. Possible he's working with other people, but why are there in other rooms at this wedding? And yeah. then she was like zombies sharing and then everybody with turns very quickly. <laughs> Don't uncle, understand. I know they mentioned in one of the last two that it depends on your blood type how quickly yeah. you change. The only other way around is that the video footage that we can talk about later is actually happening in a past and this isn't parallel, even though the directors have said it is. And it takes place afterwards. And some of the zombies have gone free or whatever, but I don't... Why would they come here? Like, it doesn't make any... I don't know. <laughs> zombies love weddings. <laughs> they love a good free booze up. It's a buffet. Yeah, I don't know. That is weird. Yeah, that, thought, was, that was a strange bit of like, where did they come from? from? Because he wouldn't have had time to attack people outside. Oh, he, wasn't, he hadn't turned And he, he wasn't turned really yet. even yeah, he hadn't attacking. turned yet. Unless that you... It was, is it spread through saliva? I said it can be saliva as well. Right. Shared drinks. Shared a cigarette. Well, unless these hazmat people are meant to be bringing it, but I don't think they are. It's like a controlled you know, experiment. I don't Wasn't, know. I don't think it was the hazmat know. people that jumped through the screen. No, That's, no, no. But hazmat people are but outside. they were there. Right. They were there before people jumped through the screen. So, like, they're showing a presence of the whatever. Authority. Yeah, yeah. Government, whatever. I don't fucking know, man. I'm very confused. But I'm having fun. It's yeah. Shit hits the fan. Yeah, I'm having fun, too. I'm really enjoying it at this point. <laughs> we really it felt like we all hate this <laughs> We're no. just no. <laughs> We're just trying to make sense of it all. Yeah, it makes sense. But because it was fun, those details, like I don't think I was asking these questions while I was actually watching. I haven't thought about them until just now because I was just having fun. Yeah, and for me here, as much as it goes fucking nuts in this point and goes a little wild, I'm still not feeling like the goofiness of it all. Yeah, it's still like. I think Bethany turned to me at this point and was like, oh, it's like 28 days later. Because she, she didn't know it was a zombie movie as well. Oh, okay. Well, it's not Bethany. Demon. Demon <laughs> movie. <laughs> yeah, my, one of my problems with this is like, okay, so it goes crazy. There are people like dying and screaming everywhere. I love this kind of turn in a horror movie where suddenly it just gets really serious. However, 
Throughout this, we can just see multiple people walking around with cameras filming very calmly in the background <laughs> of these scenes. People are screaming and dying. Yeah. And you can literally see people just like, who are clearly the filmmakers of the film, just like walking around <laughs> shooting things. <laughs> and like, Maybe no one would keep this. filming. It's a huge problem. And it's a problem which annoyingly they're about to solve in the cool scene, I think, that we're about to get to. But I was like, this is where it would happen. It would happen mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. Is you would stop filming. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't keep going. And you'd call it out. Like when people always call out found footage, they're like, why would you keep shooting? You get to be funny about it. You can be like, why the fuck are you shooting? People are dying and you just throw your camera aside or something. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know why it doesn't happen here. But Coldo has a little team with the camera, steady cameraman and film boy. And they rescue the girl uh, who the secret was confided in. Clara's been separated off somewhere. We're not sure if she's alive at this point. And then Coldo asks the camera why he's filming. And he says, because someone has to like, it's like people deserve to know the yeah. same stuff that... Angela said in the first one. Classic filmmaker yep. speech there. Would you say that, Alan, is obvious situation? Classic People obsessed. need to know this. People need to know. Yeah. I think you'd be more excited about the fact that this is your real life found footage opportunity. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, Calder gets him to stop, throws the camera, and then kicks it. The screen goes black. I like that bit. I did too. With cool. 22 minutes in, mm -hmm. red dot comes up on the screen. <laughs> it yeah. says Rec Genesis, Rec 3 Genesis. Yep. And Rec I went, cubed. that was the stop? <laughs> Alex took off his top in excitement. <laughs> you don't, yeah, you have no idea that it's going to like, that that's where your credit comes in. It's quite funny. Yep. Because what they're doing is, again, we talk about it quite a lot, but found footage shouldn't have music, shouldn't have credits. Because you're not mm -hmm. watching a movie. They did do some credits in Rec 2, but they don't think Rec 2 came up. In this one, this is a separation point. Because when we come out of Rec 3 as like a film credit, it becomes a regular film for the most part. I'm completely on board. Yeah, I am. Yeah, kind of happy because uh, I, I mean, I really enjoyed that first found footage bit. Thought it was sort of much cleaner and better directed than in Rec Two. I don't think it's I can't quite compare it to the first one, but I felt as a found footage, it was better than Rec Two at that point. But my issue with Rec Two was like, well, you're kind of not doing either, so why don't you just make a film? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for this, I liked that they're. Yeah, that they were like, okay, we'll give that sort of bit of found footage, but now we're going to like have a very deliberate cut and this is going to be a film. Yeah. And I appreciated that. No, I, I think it's really cool. I yeah. really do. I enjoyed it the first time I saw it. I still enjoy it now. I wish it was, yeah, seen earlier where it would make more sense to me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's a cool moment. And only the Friday the 13th remake, I think, is ballsy enough to have a title come in 20 minutes <laughs> into yeah. the film. <laughs> yeah, and both of these are short films. There's an hour and 20 minutes still this film. Yeah. So we're good third of the way through. <laughs> So yeah, these guys are now trapped in the kitchen, Jurassic Park style. No signal on their phones. There are security cameras that we're introduced to that we're going to occasionally cut to. So you're going to get a little bit of, of sort of POV stuff still mm -hmm. happening. Point of view of the security cameras. Yeah. Which they have about 8,000 of. Yes. Now, all right. Well, let's clear this up. Because I noticed some things as we're watching this of, of who was it? Someone in, in our living room. Was being like, what is this place? Like I they said that because once we, once we get to the control room, I was like, is this yeah, a yeah. church? There are is totally normal? places like this in Europe. Really? You take big stately homes from history that can't be afforded to be sustained as normally where they turn into like tourist things. Where mm -hmm. sections of the house might still be lived in, even other sections are then used for tours. And then you 100% will hide these places out for out weddings. For I've been to weddings in places like this and they're crazy. Okay. And you've got huge grounds and you've yeah. got fountains and you've got secret little catacomb places where the service might go through. It's like, mm. I mean, like there's someone throws away a line at the beginning and they must have spent so much money on this place. Yeah, they're expensive, but you definitely get them across Europe for weddings. So. Mm. Yeah, this is okay. a believable setting and I like it. 
because it's got a lot of fun stuff you can play with. Mm-hmm. And they do. Uh, yeah, the control room might be a little bit more kitted out, but you would definitely have security cameras and stuff. So I yeah. don't know about the Tannoy system that goes across everything. <laughs> but sure. So yeah, the lit. What have I got written down here? Uh, yeah, sorry, they're introducing to everyone. So we've got the guy from Filmax Films, Steady Cowboy. Atun. About to not have to worry about him. We've got Moncho, who says he's the SGAE inspector. <laughs> this was really funny. funny. He makes a note of the songs played at weddings for royalties, <laughs> uh, which I love that detail. I think that's great. He's just going to be called royalty for the rest of the film. Yeah, everyone calls him that. The little guy is his wife's sister, I have written down, question mark. A little guy, I mean little girl. Yep. Uh, but we've already discussed that. We'll say that for now. And then we've got Coldo and then Film Boy. Film Boy, yep. That's it. They try to get out of a grate in the ground, but Royalty's boy panics, so they drop the screwdriver down there and they decide, let's go for the air ducts instead. But guess what? Filmax guy is too big. It's too big. He says, I won't fit. Even without a steady cam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's ditched guy. his gear finally. Well, yeah, I got don't know where the steady cam went. <laughs> yeah, the steady cam just gone. The camera has been smashed. I just waiting to see a zombie walking around with the steady cam rig on. Like, oh. They should do one of these, but from the POV of the zombies. Yeah. That'd be fun. Uh, so he gives them the little camera, the kid, the film boy's camera back, but he's like, I switched it to night vision because mm-hmm. no Wouldn't one else could have re- figured out that button. <laughs> Only a true filmmaker. And we're back in POV. Now, maybe too soon to go back into POV? Yeah, it was know. very fast. Yeah, at this point, I'm thinking, oh, okay, the film is going to jump back and forth. Flip-flop. But I was like, felt that they were sort of doing it in a way that felt confident. Like it felt they were confidently switching back. And I was like, okay, if that's how they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to own it and be just very sort of, yeah, that's the feeling I got. It was like just very confident between switching. I was like, I'm on board with that. Um, but then we don't get it again after night. Vision. Yeah. We don't. I think, yeah, we get a few POVs and that's it. Yeah. Uh, sorry. A few CCTVs. Uh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. I felt like it's them going, we, we're going to eat. We're going to have our Spanish cake and eat it too. Because mm-hmm. like, we want to <laughs> do everything we want to. Yeah. With this. Which, I, yeah, again, I'm fine with. Like, all right. I mean, you have to like shoot it well then. That's the thing. Yeah. And I think this is a good looking film. I think they shoot it pretty well. Yeah. For the most part. There's some scenes in particular later that look very pretty. Oh, yeah. They peek out of the graining to the outside. There's a zombie girl with a top ripped off walking by. <laughs> Someone commented first. <laughs> that was my first topless zombie. Yeah. Uh, zombie boobs. Yeah. You need to watch more George Romero films, my friend. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I had noted this as a very strange zombie walk, but then at the end of the movie, we get a lot of really weird <laughs> zombie boobs. Yeah, so. Let's be honest. <laughs> we get Mr. Thrust. This was the least of the weird. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a guy just after him who looks like he's just having like invisible head <laughs> yeah he's, like, he's holding just like going down he's like <laughs> very weird <laughs> oh my god uh, we should make a YouTube compilation of all the zombie moves I in mean this movie. I hate boomerangs but if you're into boomerangs they're a perfect opportunity <laughs> yeah. I mean we don't even need to make a boomerang that's boom- what they're doing himself. Yeah, <laughs> they're- <laughs> ripping back and forth uh, so they get out of the grate. People are running, screaming for help. I like that there's a sense of calm to this. It's like the music's not going. It's actually pretty chilled. And they're walking around. And you'll just suddenly hear someone. Go, yeah, I like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it at this point because there aren't as many. For me, it's that thing of like, well, it still doesn't feel goofy and comedic as it no. will kind of it's not get into. Yeah. A spoof. Yeah. So I'm like. This is great. And yeah, those moments were really cool how they were sort of punctuated by people's screams or, and that idea of like, are they going to help them and, or not? And they just walk off and yeah, it was cool. Yeah. So they come across the police car. There's a zombie chomping down on the policeman. So they beat her up with a tire 
changer? Is that what those things are? Those sort of yeah. yeah. And then this was the point where I was like, ah, okay, yeah. This here we go. Here we go. This is what it's going to be like. Royalty's boy goes to town off screen. That's film boys just watching, yeah. and blood isn't spraying, which is weird. It's just the sound. Yeah, it's just psycho Heated. meets wreck. But yeah, you only see like the corner. Yeah. of his hand. Uh, what? So did this worry you then? You're like, oh shit, we're gonna go comedy, or you? Yeah, because it was like it went for a couple of beats, and I was like, okay, and then it went for a couple <laughs> more beats, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> and then okay. it kept going. I see what they did there. Yeah, and I, and at first I was like. Okay, maybe that was just a sort of stylistic choice, but again, I was still like, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm on give board. it to them. Yeah. I mean, it is hard. This is the thing you do is like when you're trying to surprise people like they are with changes in genre and tone, mm-hmm. if people aren't prepared for that. You can ostracize them. So it's, it's a difficult yeah. thing to do. So yeah, Royalty tries for the police radio and the policeman comes back to life, chomps on him. Kill two. Royalties. <laughs> Kill two. <laughs> Amongst all the multiples in <laughs> the wedding. Kill 200. This is, this is like, kill two of the people that we follow briefly. Sure. I mean, what about, I guess we haven't confirmed yet with uh, Phil Max boy. CGI blood on the windscreen was a bit weird because there's a lot of practicals in this, which I like. Mm-hmm. A few bits of CGI blood here and there, which are weird. But Car uh, alarm goes off and draws in the zombies so they run. And then he hide in, I think it's the little chapel where they got married, is it? Uh, I think it's just a little side chapel. Little side I don't chapel. think it's where they got married because yeah, it looks smaller. Yeah, you would smaller. people in there, would you? Yeah. Uh, this, I mean, this is like the small chapel that our friend Alberto got married in. Was similar to that. With some other survivors who are already in there. Now, these survivors are mostly of the older generation who seem to somehow have immediately figured out that the zombies can't set foot in the church and holy water hurts them, which is then not used nope. again. Yeah. <laughs> Information given. Yeah. Not used. This will help you if you go back out. Good, we, we'll leave it here. <laughs> Let's not do anything with this. It, may, it was very weird. Yeah. But I like, yeah, we're bringing in the religious stuff again. We're definitely doubling down on religion in this film. Yeah, this whole part for me, the whole part in the church and sort of that revelation and then his sort of revelation of like, okay. Oh, so yeah, just to follow on me. So from, from the old people saying their little bit and knowing what it is, we then get over the speaker system clara's voice saying how much she loves after he says i know I she's alive her. yeah i can sense her. yeah and then she speaks and says that she can sense him, sense him. <laughs> and that, and then again this also does not get used later yeah and that she loves him and that she's also pregnant but it wasn't a shotgun wedding because the as she says I that just the, found out yeah, this morning the old lady is snarling behind <laughs> caldo <laughs> Because she's pregnant. But yeah, this whole bit. And then he figures out, like, what's he going to do? He's going to find her. And he sees a statue of St. George. And this bit was like, the melodrama is just like going up, 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 up. And I'm just like, from having enjoyed everything up until this point, I was like, fuck, don't. (laughs) This is a turning point. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, this is the bit where I was like, don't keep doing that. (laughs) He's asking for God and then leaning in and said, St. George. Yeah. And then just turns around. He has all these armor. There's a mace on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Just improbable stuff. Yeah. I've written down here. What a weird movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, they figure out there's only one place she could be broadcasting through, which is the control room or whatever it's called. Yeah. And then so now we're with Clara and she's with the priest. <laughs> and he's saying it's Genesis, one of Alex's favorite bits from the Bible. Yeah. Pre movie, I read out the first lines of Genesis. Did. A little sneak peek. We get CCTV cameras showing what's going on as he's explaining what Genesis is, which essentially is what? Uh, 
<laughs> Genesis is about the creation of Earth and when God created light and called it day and created night and called it Jenny. Tracy. Tracy, <laughs> I think, yeah, Tracy, sorry. Um, and called it night. Yeah, that's basically that's it. I mean, he, he has a whole bunch of stuff to do with insinuating demons. It's all very mm. trying to get into the drama of the horror of it. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. As if this has been told and this is the end of days. Basically. Yeah, because he talks about some part about like angels. Yeah. Yeah. Turning, basically. And what's the lead character from the first two films called? Angela. Angela. There you go. Angela. Angel A, the number <laughs> <Yeah>. one angel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're attacked by the demons. Rock music breaks out. I'm, I'm into it, guys. <laughs> you know, what? literally last night, I'd watched three films trying to get free stuff for end of year, and I was just like, I just want to watch Ragnarok again. <laughs> I didn't do it. Um, meanwhile, Coldo is underway, dressed now in full armor. Yeah, again, this bit, I'd already seen the Ridiculous. melodrama, and then we cut from that, and to him and waiter guy in... Knight's armor sneaking around Chain the ground. with two shields and a mace. <laughs> Fucking hell. At this point, I was a little, I think probably like most, maybe you guys caught on faster than I was. I was just unsure which, how far this genre was going to go and how funny it was supposed to be. Yeah. So I wrote down, this is supposed to be funny, right? <laughs> yeah. I wrote Knight's outfits. I'm not sure if this is a parody or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing though. Like looking at it objectively, it's improbable that the mace and things will be on the walls. It happens. But the armor is possible. Yeah, sure. That it would all be fittable onto your body. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. But if I was in that situation and I'm like, I need to go get my new wife. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% putting on the fucking armor. Not sure. Though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like it does. Like if there are zombies out there yeah. and I know I'm going to get chomped and this, we've got chain mail. Yeah. Fucking put in the chain mail. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so while it's stupid. Mm hmm. It's also kind of logical. I don't know if it's how they're filming it because they're kind of creeping in a way, but I would also be creeping. So I'm kind of watching it this time. Like it's funny as an audience member. Yes. But maybe if you were in the situation. But it is quite contextual still. I don't feel that they're doing things like, and by contextual humor, that's what I can appreciate in terms of, yeah, it's what you would do. And it's funny when you're looking at it from outside of that yeah. context, which is us as an audience, but they're not doing things to be funny. Yeah. Yet, at least we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it's just stuff that is funny. And yeah, I, I get, I like, but, f- I mean, surely there's a way of filming that and showing that without having your audience sort of snicker and laugh. Well, here's how the American remake would do this one. And America did not remake Rick three. Okay. Luckily. You would have that scene of him seeing the armor and then you'd have superhero zoom close-ups of him putting on each bit of the <laughs> yeah. armor before they yeah. go out and then a stupid silly line before they walk out. For sure. And they don't do any of that. They just hard cut to some horror with her mm-hmm. and then back to them and they're creeping through. And it's funny because, oh, look, now they're in armor. Now they're wearing it. But fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to play a devil's advocate. No, <laughs> that's what we need. <laughs> the devil. The devil. However, <laughs> then we got demons surrounding Clara as she holds her stomach. <laughs> Here we go. And Allie points out. <laughs> a baby cries. The sound of a baby crying. There's no baby in sight either. No, that's a sound it design choice. It's just her and yeah. the priest. I had written here, baby crying. Earlier, I had thought the sound design was really great. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Because some of the sound design is pretty awesome. Like yeah. some of the zombie sounds. It fucks a great cool. sound design. I mean, cool. it was a great baby cry. It was a great so, baby cry. It was sort of like good on them baby picking it. in the force kind of cry. Like it was a little yeah. bit distant. But it was in there, the womb. In the womb. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we've gone from a it's scene a that I want to... I mean, she doesn't even have a baby bump at this point. No, no, she just found out that morning. It's probably the size of like... A peanut. A Nothing. Not poppy even. seed. <laughs> I could eat a puppy. Just one? I mean, I prefer family. <laughs> <laughs> she might have triplets. <laughs> oh, Jesus. This is... Yeah, I was just defending a scene because it didn't do it for laughs. Like, it just happened to be funny from the editing. You this don't is think 100% for laughs. Okay. I, I was like, like you don't think that that was no, for I was laughs? No, I just came off of defending one. <laughs> oh, right. And yeah. then the next scene is like, this is on defense. Like, I really hope yeah. that wasn't done seriously. Yeah, this is definitely, you put that in. I mean, that takes effort. Yes, <laughs> you know? it does. She uses the fire hose, throws it out the window, and escapes with the father. And we get this little shot as the two knights are hiding, and they just miss Clara and the priest climbing down behind them. It's becoming a comedy of errors. That's yeah. why I'm yeah. worried it's about to go to. It's like, we're going to have all these, like, miss opportunities passing and, in the hall and yeah we don't get that far luckily but that's where it looks like it's heading at this point and i'm feeling nervous <laughs> yep uh they get to a pool hall parlor uh this is the two nights and they see oh no it's not night sorry is it clara and um the pre or is it two nights which one yeah. what yeah carla and the priest go yes. to the pool hall where parlor are where yeah. am i yeah they see some arms and legs of people as if people are being eaten but no they're just well, being eaten now they are <laughs> Just <laughs> what does he say? Rafa says something over he the says, chair. I'm going down to the engine room. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Which they both look so pleased and not at all like she can't stop grinning. No. Very they look French thrilled girl. to have just been walked in on. Do you mean like, you want to join, join the party? <laughs> I don't feel the engine room. <laughs> the engine room insinuates fuel. <laughs> Machinery? Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe he was backdooring it, but it did not seem like... Uh, that's not what I would call anybody's nether regions, the engine room. <laughs> anyway, uh, maybe it means something in Spanish. Alberto? Let us know. The knights are walking through the house when Mustache gets grabbed and his shield gets spat out. Kill three. Door. Yeah, that goofy. <laughs> I feel I can feel that uh, we've lost Alex <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Coldo heads on alone. Clara now has these two new clowns with her, as well as Father, who suddenly out of nowhere says they're all being controlled by one entity. And they're like, how do you know this? And he's like, well, look, you can tell. Yeah. Look and is at it, their is behavior. Is but it they're at this not very- point, he says also, Albadero or whatever was right. Oh, does he? He mentions the priest. Oh. And I think it's the moment. Yeah. So they have that moment and then they walk out to the staircase. And he either says it before this moment or right. after, but we see two women in the staircase. Uh-huh. And then we look up, the camera pans up to the mirror above the staircase or across from it, and we see them as Tristana. Yeah, multiple, Both of them as Tristana. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought was kind of weird that, her, well, that be- she would reflect like that. I mean, I don't mind it as an idea, and it at least brings back that side of it. Yeah. She doesn't look as cool. Doesn't look as cool. And I believe it's the same actor. Is it? think so yeah i don't know if it's just because it's like she's brightly lit yeah yeah like there's something about the her image that- we looked at of her in like in the test you know what they yeah like, it yeah terrifying yeah i don't know it doesn't look right yeah it just didn't it wasn't as affecting um but yeah it was around that point where he says al albadero whatever that priest name oh i missed he that was, he was right and I then i think it. that's what sets him into prayer yeah. because now he's like yeah he, mm. All the dots have been joined for him that, that it's possession. Yeah, it all, it's all making perfect sense. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, he starts saying a prayer. They stop attacking. And then we're just going to lose him for the rest of the movie until yep. the end. 
You feel what he's about to do. He could have done quicker. Took him hours. Yeah, all night. Yeah. It's morning by the time. We had mm-hmm. to get back to the room, I guess. I guess, while saying the prayer. Had to do that to a lot of people along the way. I mean, his voice would be hoarse by the time he gets... Maybe he was running and saving other people by doing mm-hmm. it. Oh, maybe. No point. We'll get to it. Meanwhile, Colder the night arrives at the deserted radio room. No one's there anymore. He's looking at the CCTV cameras. This is the point. In the background, there's a TV, and we're getting the first film. It's happening in the background of the CCTV footage. And we can see Angel, or Angel A, yeah, about to go in. She hasn't quite gone in yet. She's about to go into the apartment. But maybe it's a rerun. How is it live? Yeah, How did miss that, that footage? I did not. I saw them, fo- like, you see the screen, and I couldn't tell what it was. That's what so it I is. did not put together that that's... What we yep. were watching. So that's trying to say, look, this is happening alongside. And I get what it's trying to do. I think something as a director, you're like, this is happening alongside. You can have clarification. It's the same night. Doesn't really make sense, but fine. Yeah, looking on the CCs for cameras. I like this scene that you just don't need to have, but I think it's kind of cool where he sees all the children. He's told a guy earlier, it's like, take them to a bus and get them on this bus to get them out of here. And all the kids are getting put on the bus and then the demons surround them, get on board and just kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't need that scene because nothing happens in it, but I can't like it. And... That's, don't worry, we killed these kids too. Yeah, how many uh, kids are in the kill count, Alex? Yep. <laughs> Multiples. 32. Multiples. So she didn't look so good in the other reflection, but I like Tristana behind him in the reflection of the TV. She looks kind of creepy there. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he maces her in the fucking head. Yeah. Carla's with the perv and French girl, who apparently is a slut for wanting to make out with a guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, so then they're... Yeah. I guess that ties a little bit into them not really being friends. But then you had to sit Maybe like she, she like out slept with, with one of her ex-boyfriends or Caldo. I don't know. There's We're not given connection. enough for something which is a wedding setting. Should be family history fun you can have. And they're kind of doing that, but it's shrugging to all of it. Yeah. Like we're not given enough for any of these relationships, mm-hmm. uh, which would have made the tension much better between all these characters, I feel. And she also seemed very light at the idea of catching the two of them together. Like, she thought it was funny. Yeah. So I was like, why are you calling her a slut? You were just laughing about it. I know. And plus, if you want to make out with someone at a wedding, make out with someone. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. It's you a wedding. You got to do. All rules off at a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I've had some stories from a friend of mine who used to work at a place. Actually, kind of similar. Not quite as grand, but a bit similar like this. Um, at a wedding. You just watch the cameras. And yeah, see I told all the you one of those stories off. tonight. It was pretty terrible. They found, like, the bride having sex with the best man, like, on the wedding day on one of the staircases. Oh, my God. Anyway. And did they turn into demons? They then turned into demons. Is your friend okay? No. May he rest in peace. In a penthouse. It's terrible life. (laughs) Yeah, so now they're they're just in some dark corridor, which I don't really know how they got to this dark corridor with a lighter, but whatever. They run into John Sponge, who's got a gun, and then he sets up something. Another sorry, kill four. Slut. Thank you. Slut. <laughs> no, that's about to happen. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Sorry. No, he's talking about your friend. Who was caught. It was not my friend who was caught. Was oh. still, your friend's friend. And I'm glad I'm not naming anyone because I get in trouble for telling that story. But we have so many setups in this film mm. and then they don't follow through. And one of them is John Sponge saying, oh, don't hold the lighter too close to me because his costume is flammable. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, he's going to catch on fire later. Yeah. I was like, I'm nope. looking forward to seeing SpongeBob on fire later. <laughs> it doesn't happen. No. Very weird. Yeah. Can't take it off. He's got no clothes underneath. Is that what he says? Yeah. yeah. I mean. Because at the same time, we were both like, why doesn't he just take the costume off? And, and then, then Alex one of the, is asking the, the wedding attendants is like, why don't you take your costume off? Alex wants the bride to take off her wedding costume. You could have two naked people running around for the rest of the movie. I mean, we already had one. Well, she would have just been able to run around a bit easier. 
I mean, you're not wrong. So they turn on the lights. There's a nice exchange between the French girl and Clara, but again, not enough back history really going on there. But I do yeah. like the whole kind of, oh, I only invited you because of this, I and I was bad. not going to come because of this. And it's realistic wedding banter. <laughs> and then we get a flash of light from the window behind them. This is pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. This girl, this zombie-possessed girl looks good. No mouth. The designs on all of these look fucking cool. Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying it. Um, But French girl gets got by it as they escape. She's a slut, so I'm just leaving, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, it's kind of like he's trying to hold up the door, isn't he? He wants to go back for her because, oh, I've got to have sex with her. But you've got to hold up that door. Can't do it. He's like, I left my keys in the engine room. He made the right choice. <laughs> he made the right choice. You gotta yeah. keep that door up. Uh, Coldo the Knight gets back to the dance hall. It's a fucking mess. Music's still playing. And then it begins to, it's just raining outside. It doesn't even begin to rain. It's just suddenly raining outside. <laughs> Which it wasn't when they were holding that door open. Yeah. No rain. But the rain looks pretty cool Boring. in some shots. It looks very cool. It's been yeah, a long time thinking how many makeups look. Yeah, yeah, it looks great. Looks good. Does it tie into the weather in the other films? Because it's the same night and they're in the same borough. Mm, Is yeah. there rain? Are they in the same borough? Well, yeah, because he's the oh, yeah, vet, vet. Bar, vet. We've apparently maybe got a grandma lady who lives there walking down the street. Yeah, you're right. It and should be right. I can see grandma lady. Hmm. That's my question. Yep. Um, no. Is there rain Although outside? Although we don't point? know because we're, not really we're outside. Yeah, we're in that building the whole time. Yeah. He'd be able to hear it. That's true. Gotta go back. Let Bethany can let us know. I mean, These the sound designer in the wrap up probably thought of that if they thought of the baby. Well, so. that was because it was so abrupt. Originally, this rain was so abrupt. I thought, oh, they must only be adding this in because they're trying to tie it to the weather in the other films I because it just comes out of nowhere. That. But it was probably a spontaneous uh, weather phenomenon, probably <laughs> initiated by some before. type of voodoo class. <laughs> three are the experts. <laughs> An isolated weather phenomenon. Mm-hmm. You know how it, you know how it goes. <laughs> Listen to the Chucky podcast. <laughs> Clara is left out here in the rain as the perv and sponge go to investigate something. Yeah, what there's is like they, they the hear trees something? up there, and they're like, "You wait here. You we're wait gonna here. look yeah. in the trees. Men will go. Yeah, because it's safer when we're separated. Anyway. Yeah, best looking scene in the film, I think. Like you got that neon sign behind her, yep. the rain coming down. She comes head to head with the mother. Yeah, really nice lighting for the like. Normally, lightning looks pretty shitty in movies. This mm-hmm. is nice. No, it all looked really great. Yeah, so the mother's coming. You're thinking this is it. She's going to snap here because she's seeing her mother. She's been pretty docile so far. But no, Sponge saves her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which blood would go all over her, by the way. Because he like, shoots her mother in the head. He's yeah. Surprised he didn't even go through and hit yeah. Yeah. Clara. Uh, zombies come. Sponge gets got. Not really sure why. <laughs> See, at this bit with the gonna... mom, we have... So she gets shot and then she has the reaction to... Well, she kind of has a... a a brief reaction when she first sees her mom. Yeah. And gets attacked. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, John Sponge saves her and then she picks up the body. And like at that point, I was sort of having moments of, I mean, I can understand the sort of panic in everyone and the, and they do have a moment like this later in the film, which we get to, but there was very little acknowledgement. This is all like close knit people. Yeah. Friends and family. Yeah. And there was no kind of, there were very few moments of sort of, whether it just be like a second of hesitation or recognition of that person. Well, I guess- Do you know what I mean? Sponge, he's an entertainer. At least. He, so him definitely like, yeah, that- But Perf would be a bit. Yeah. And just like some of the he's other- probably And the majority mother, of the honest. wedding party yeah. is gone. Yeah. And just yeah. like when they were walking through the building and people were coming, like there was sort of never any yeah. sense of like, oh, you just fucking- Yes, you had to kill that person, but that person you probably you knew, knew very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, this film's only- 
only interested in one relationship and it's the lead to mm-hmm. that's yeah. it it doesn't care about anybody else really yeah how they're feeling about anybody else mm-hmm. so yeah perv and clara are all that's left of their little group and they come to the they go down into the catacombs to hide from the zombies kill five john sponge clara wants to go to coldo perv wants to escape and let's face it probably sleep with her that's what um, I was thinking. That's what at this point yeah. I was like, wait, is he her cousin or is he going to yeah. be like, forget him. You should be with me. Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for that. It's going to be like, you're going to grieve and mourn. I saved you. <laughs> we'll sleep together. In a, I mean, again, it would still be cliche, but in a better character film. Yes. You would have set up a few shots of him secretly in love with her. And then this is the moment where he tries to like, yeah, he Say, says he's in love with her. Him. And then she says, yeah. well, tough, I'm going for Coldo. And then he's like, all right, I'll come with you. And then he dies trying to save Coldo. And you'd actually feel something. Yeah. Night Coldo's on the dance floor, sadly not dancing. Night Coldo, I love uh, that. He turns the music up. Clara hears it. It's a said, sign. It's a sign. Right after discussing the fact that there would have been a sign at this point. Yeah. Romeo and Juliet bullshit. And all of a sudden their senses <laughs> As Beth are gone. Yeah. They can no longer sense each other. No. I guess there's bad service down there in the catacombs. Yeah. It's hard for romance to get through. <laughs> to penetrate those walls. <laughs> she just grabs a chainsaw, which happens to be on the floor in the catacombs. Yeah, because someone's been I mean, they have chopping wood in the there, catacombs. So. I mean, they were literally just up, upstairs. Just have her grab it upstairs and then, mm. like, I don't know. But in one this cool moment for grabbing the chainsaw, gets the perv to hold her dress and then slices it off. But as Alex says, not enough. No, she just like makes a slit in it. Yeah. I thought she was at least shortening the whole yeah. dress, but she's not. No, it's just so she can run, I think. And that's it's like it. all of a sudden there's a, well, but then she doesn't take, a high take heels her off. shoes off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A problem that I'm noticing is infecting most women in movies. <laughs> they don't take off the high heels. Although to be fair, she proves us wrong later on. She does. She shows us why she kept them on. She does. We cut to the Spanish song from the opening as the two of them walk towards Coldo in cool poses. <laughs> Uh, Cold was back in the kitchen where it all began. Atten committed suicide. Pretty dark. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of like that bit. Because yeah. you think he's going to wake and he's a zombie. He's been attacked. Yeah. You think it's a bite, but then when you see it, it's just sad slip. and dark. Yeah. yeah, I've seen this movie before. And do you know what I thought it was this time? I wrote down, he committed suicide. Pretty dark. And I was like, oh, no, he didn't, did he? This is like, he's a film guy. So it's like makeup. And he's pretending to be dead. And they're going to go that goofy with it. It was like, he survived the whole time because <laughs> the zombies didn't touch him because he was pretending to be dead. <laughs> But no, luckily they didn't do No, that. he he did commit well, suicide. The second suicide in this franchise. I like it. I like what that they're the going with suicide? it. My boyfriend Lara kills himself. Oh uh, yeah, in the he does, yeah. The uh SWAT guy. In the second oh, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, he where does. they're coming in through the door. He does gun in they the see face. that he has a gun and they're like, shoot them. And Who's your boyfriend? You like him? Yeah, I love him. Right. I barely knew he existed, to be honest. <laughs> Uncle's there. Impales himself in Coldo's blade with a big old smile and then tries to bite him. Coldo uses a little mixer thing. What are those things called? A little rotating blade. The little, little mixer yeah, thing. Yeah, like a little, little mixer handheld thing. mixer. So the uncle has a weird giggle throughout this, which <laughs> yeah, I stopped at the film to ask you guys if you noticed. That's what, like, I feel like he's supposed to really be drunk. Yeah. Because he's the only one acting drunk. Well, he's been drunk, drink, drunking. Drunking. He's been drunk the whole <laughs> drunk. prior to <laughs> He got zombified. And then he's been drinking. So he's a drunk zombie. So like every time he was pushed off and then it was like, Caldo looking for stuff and he, he'd be in the background and he'd be like, <laughs> yeah. and then just like, do it again. And then, <laughs> it's kind of creepy and weird. It was funny, He's definitely though. weird. He's funny. enjoying himself as an actor. He's really enjoying <laughs> himself. And as a zombie, he was smiling a lot. Like, yeah. He was having fun. Yeah. Great effects. We're playing hide and seek. Oh, this yeah, this bit. Makes her in the face. Really good. Love it. Mm. I'm all about the kills. They're really good. Yeah, they are good. Caldo watches the dance floor. Mayhem is returning to it because of the music. I love how, like, I do like, I do like this in the film. 
you'll keep seeing people. Oh, there's still someone else alive over there. Yeah. Fuck it. Like no one's running off to save each other. Mm-hmm. They're just like, no, I'm on my own little story. You deal yeah. with your problem. <laughs> Can't like that. Uh, meanwhile, a horde coming from Clara and Perv down in the catacombs. She's readies up the chainsaw and then says the bride line, this is my day. <laughs> and then attacks them while Spanish pop music plays. Some cool, brutal kills. We get a nice sword through the face. Yep. We get a nice high kick that she does. Who knew she knew martial arts? Nobody knew. Uh, that's why she cut her dress. In yeah. You can get a little upskirt for a second when you hike it. <laughs> they, then we get some impaling, and then the impaling up to split head. Yep. Always a classic. Lots of fun here. I'm enjoying it. Lots of fun. Super cartoony. Yes. Very it, Army it Darkness. But I will say this is Army of Darkness, but I think it's actually darker than Army of Darkness, because Army of Darkness is a little bit PG. Right. This is, when it gets to the gore, it's fucking nasty. Yeah. Pretty nasty. Which I appreciate. I mean, not as in tone. Yeah, it's yeah. just fun and silly. Yeah, yeah. But what they're showing is like, ooh. Lots yeah. of blood. Showing a lot. Watching Bethany's face while she was eating her salad. Watching these scenes <laughs> is fantastic. She's like, wide-eyed, just shoveling yeah, she food didn't in. stop eating at any point. Yeah. She just kept <laughs> eating and enjoying. Perv got bit. Yep. Goodbye, Rafa. Let's kill six. We see the virus spreading through his veins, though. So they're establishing suddenly at the end. Oh, look. It's you can <laughs> tell. You can see it. She just cuts his head right off. Bye. Now- Suddenly, I love that she did not hesitate. She was just like, mm, sorry. Yeah. Slices. Which again would be really great if you just told her that you loved her. You'd feel a lot more of me more. Yeah, imagine if he said that just before she cut his head off. That would have been great. I love- yeah. She's like, oh shit. Should have let you finish. Yeah. I wanted my ego stroked before I killed you. <laughs> suddenly, I don't know if you guys noticed this. Did you notice this? Suddenly the demons aren't running anymore. I know. They're hobbling like Romero's on mm-hmm. these. Yeah. She's going down this tunnel with a wounded leg, I think, because she's walking slowly. They're hobbling behind her, hordes of them. Yeah. It's like we've swapped zombie type. Yeah, because at the beginning, that was, yeah, they were running and Bethany was like, oh, this is like 28 days later. And she's terrified of that film. That's and then true. by the end, yeah. It just suddenly happens. It's tied. just like, like that. And suddenly, no, Romero it's, zombies. It's mm. the bad service down there. They couldn't hear their master. <laughs> That's true. They were yeah. all acting That's as true. one, remember? Oh, wow. If you watch them, you'll know. What's her name? What's her name? <laughs> Titiana? What's the... What's the... Tristana. Oh, Tristana. Tristana was busy back at the apartment block. So, yeah, yeah she couldn't so get a good she, signal. You know, and they were, and down they're the way down in the ground. Yeah, and true, they, she's busy so hammering people. Like, she slow, didn't, like, are we going to be in trouble if we do this? She didn't tell us to. Yeah, and she was like, I didn't expect the dog to bite vet guy and vet guy to go to such a big wedding. Like, yeah, there's a lot of people yeah. that I'm controlling now. Probably a couple away. penthouse. <laughs> God damn. And I hadn't even tied it up. Visit, <laughs> People lady. keep coming to visit. Yeah. Fair enough. I'll allow it. Tough to be CEO. Uh, mm-hmm. Coldo finally, finally decides to take the sword from the cake. I would have enjoyed a sword in the stone moment. We can't get it out. Yeah. <laughs> they find each other, but he's above ground looking for the grate in the kitchen that we had in the original scene, uh, original bit at the beginning of the film. She's below, climbs up to him, but she can't get through. He remembers, hey, we dropped that screwdriver down. So why don't you have a little look? It says, we're never going to be apart again. Telling us what the ending's going to be right here. We get some upskirts. <laughs> yeah. And she's just climbing up there. Yeah. And then a use for the stilettos. Where she impales a zombie in the in eyeball. In the eyeball. Mm-hmm. Does she then lose the stilettos at that point? I think so. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I don't know if she does. Remember. I can't remember either. Escapes up to her love romance music. Really. Juliet. I was ready for one of them to be killed immediately. Like right yeah. as they were about to say something and then yeah. be dragged away. No, so, so demons break in for- and they resign that they're going to die. That's right. But then the priest starts saying the prayer over the Tannoy system. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And it's all good. Again, I like this calmness. So they walk out. It's now daytime suddenly out of nowhere. And so here's a bit where we finally get an acknowledgement from them of the people around them. Yeah. Of the guests, which I really liked. Mm. And then there's nothing anyone can do, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. It's just all calm. Zombies are dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Thrusting. Silent, it's, a silent, it's like a silent disco. Yeah. yeah. Air fucking. <laughs> Sorry to be blunt, but there is yeah. some very blatant air fucking. <laughs> they still have needs, okay? Yeah, I mean, I've been enjoying. I mean, they went to a wedding. They thought that's it. fun was going to happen. Yeah, I have been enjoying. In a lot of films, when you see zombies in shots that are too wide, someone looks stupid. One of the, yeah, I'm always looking for extras. I don't know why I do it myself. I love yeah. looking at extras it's in films. It's so funny. Yeah. But in this one, they've been really good up until this point, I mm-hmm. think, really. But here we just get tons of shots Everybody's- of ridiculousness. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like they told them everybody has to be doing something different. So then they all looked around and they're like, well, that, that move's taken, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So what am I going to do? I'm going to pretend I'm holding something and doing it. <laughs> One behind. woman was like spazzing out and like throwing her hands all over Smacking the Smacking herself in the face. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> good. I ran down here. Good question from Allie, but we're about to get into it sort of because they're going to rely on it. So they can't hear it outside. So why are they affected by well, the prayer? Well, we decided that they're all connected. So all connected. The, but are they? The main. Because granddad granddad introduced earlier we didn't mention it but he has a hearing aid so yeah it's in one throwaway tiny moment earlier i love this that gets a payoff but nothing else they said <laughs> i didn't does. know if this meant that because earlier even though he has a hearing aid he still couldn't hear them so i didn't know if they were saying he couldn't hear yeah he can't the hear priest them. over the system yeah or if he heard the two of them over the system because he had superpower hearing with the hearing aid. No, he can't hear the priest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like where your head's going. I didn't know which side of the coin that was. No, he's just not affected because he can't hear the okay. prayer of power. Allie and Bethany say, why not cut off the fucking arm? Because we're going to learn here. Oh, yeah. Because Clara just you got bit. You can see it spread. Yep. And to the film's credit, Carla then decides to cut off my fucking arm, which I was pretty happy with. A CGI arm that gets chopped off, but pretty brutal. I thought the CGI stump looked pretty good. Right. Also, the sword had still had cake on it, yeah. which I mentioned when it happened. Yeah, you were worried she was going to get an infection. Well, that's it. Yeah. Icing to the blood. Mm-hmm. These are real problems. A little bit of frosting. Um, Sugar is not good for us. Yeah, as long as he finally uses the sword, because like, well, they have that fucking sword and he doesn't use it yeah. once. But he uses it for that, which is a good way to use it. And then she says, you're going to be a wonderful father. Yeah. <laughs> a really nice, clean slice was a great clean slice. He must be a really good sword. Yeah. No, I oh, said the sword, the sword must was be very really sharp. sharp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if there's one thing I know about Spain, they yeah. keep their swords nice very and sharp. Sheets have been thrown over the ground, much like the apartment. <laughs> only, really only over the fence. This is, I mean, <laughs> honest to God, I couldn't believe no one else in the room was laughing at this. This is so dumb. <laughs> There's no roof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just- you throw sheets when you're containing something. <laughs> yeah. You can't contain it. There's a wall and they yeah. throw a sheet over the wall. Yeah. yeah. Which all you're doing is making it easier for people to get out. Mm-hmm. Basically, because they could climb up the sheet. Yeah. It makes no... And then they don't zip it. And instead you got someone over a tannoy going, no one don't leaves. Don't come out. But we're not going to close it. Just yeah. don't. This is, we're on a truth just basis. listen to us. This mm-hmm. is the honor system. <laughs> so dumb so yeah. dumb 
Uh, Carla starts throwing up blood. He was too late. She's already changing. Yeah. They look in each other's eyes. Carla grabs her. Here's the boy. The voice say, don't come out. He goes out. Fuck it. Well, he does he the, the move that you do after you're married. You pick up your wife. Pick carries carries them yeah. into the yep. Yeah. Just the married. New life together. Do you think she was going to still get infected or? I thought it might end on that. Like I thought maybe she would, something would happen that like her face would start turning blue or she would throw up and then the movie would end. Right, right, right. Yeah, or I thought she would turn, but then be affected by the prayer and we would just have this moment of Caldo like with her and obviously her unable to attack him, but like just sitting with him in that moment of like, I've lost, I've lost my wife. Right. But no. No. So Shanty decides, no, I'm going to take her out there then. This is how we're going to go out together. <laughs> they don't seal it. They walk out. He makes out with her while everyone's like shouting at him. She rips out his tongue, which is a pretty great effect. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. And then she looks awesome as we get this armless screaming bride. Yeah. yeah. Like, blood. It's a really cool, creepy shot. I love it. Does a good acting job. Gun down. Again, like normally these things just aren't fake. It's well shot. Like it feels mm-hmm. impactful. It feels cool. They fall to the ground, pretty brutal, looking at each other, reach out, hold hands, and credits party song. Ben. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, do you want to mention the slow-mo, not slow-mo It's just weird. Shot? It's like the last shot is their hands reaching out to touch each other, and they're definitely in normal speed, but mm-hmm. the people in the background all look like they're shot slow-mo, so, and it doesn't look like they split the image by shooting it twice, so I feel like the director just told the people behind, walk, walk in slow-mo. Slowly. <laughs> but, I mean, it looks cool. But when you think about it, it's very weird. Makes no sense. Like a lot of this movie. No sense. Wreck <laughs> 3, Genesis. We're out. <laughs> We're not out. We're still here. Uh, what we I'm really fascinated. I have no idea how you guys actually felt about it. Because that was a ride that we just went on. Oh, it was. Guys, I have no extra facts to give. I already gave. I was going to do the, I probably should have done a comic book thing at the end. But we done <laughs> it in the beginning. So here we are. No extra facts. Let's just get right into it then. Before. Mm-hmm. Before we move on with some mm. teasers for next week. Mm. Alex, mm. let's start with you this week. Yeah. How do you feel about Rec 3? And what are you hoping is going to happen with Rec 4 Apocalypse? So my feeling with Rec 3 was a little bit like if you go back and listen to our uh, the Predator podcast. I'll do that. See me have, uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll find out that I was caught off guard by that film because I expected one sort of tone and it was something completely different. Which film? Oh, The Predator. The Predator. Shane Black. And I had this similar experience with this film where I was expecting stylistically, I thought, okay, they could play around and be different. Like, oh, because I was like, oh, great. They're going to make it a film. It's not going to be found footage. They gave us the little teaser at the start, but it's not going to be a found footage film in its entirety. But I thought tone wise, it would still edge more towards horror and play with those kind of themes from the first two. So I was really caught off guard and surprised when it did start getting a bit more goofy, a bit more cartoonish, yeah, sort of Army of Darkness style, like you're saying. And it caught me off guard and it made me, it sort of took me out of the film for a little bit. And yeah, not that I didn't enjoy it as much, but I was just like, oh, okay, it's not the film that I was expecting or necessarily wanted because the first 20 minutes I had really liked and I'd liked the setup, I liked the wedding, um, I'd liked the switch to it just being a film. So that really, that really caught me off guard. And at that point, I was like, mm, okay, cool. I'll just enjoy it. I was able to enjoy this, I guess, for what it was, but still felt a little sort of let down as to what I wanted from it. It just felt less impactful. It didn't sort of feel as important, the characters and the, the, 
the the stakes didn't feel as high just because it is more goofy and a bit more of a fun sort of roller coaster ride that it it, it felt less of value compared to the other films and like with this one i felt less interested in in finding out more of the backstory or the connections because it was all just so like all over the place at some points so yeah i mean that's how I feel, and that's how I feel now as I'm still digesting it. I'm kind <laughs> of like feel. <laughs> goodbye. I, I feel. I mean, I, I enjoyed it enough, but it wasn't what I was expecting. And I think, I think I would have loved it way more if it had treated itself a bit more seriously and a bit more as a horror. But again, that's just my personal preference. But like we were saying, there's some bits in this that look really cool. I think it's shot really well. I think the the found footage stuff at the uh, the the start and its transition is handled really confidently and it's way more believable than some of the the stuff in the uh, second film. But yeah, if you if you're coming into this and you're expecting something like Wreck One and Two, you're not going to get that. Like this really shifts the tone. So I'm really interested to see now in the next one with Jean May, however you pronounce his name, back directing and writing if he's going to pull it back to the sort of same tone as the first, which is what I would, I would want. I would okay. want it to go back to that and to, to really play that sort of that nice line of like zombie horror with the spooky possession stuff and kind of play with those ideas. again. So two questions then for the next one. A, yeah. do you want found footage to return in any way? And B, do you want to see these characters, old characters, new characters, or like a combination of things? Well, I, I mean, I even said at the end of Rec 2 that I'm happy to n- not necessarily revisit found footage, the style again, because I feel that there is, in those first two films, they gave us such a rich kind of landscape and history that you can tell it, as this film does, like you can tell it as a film mm-hmm. and, and it still be really um, engaging and interesting. So for me, it doesn't necessarily have to go back to found footage. I would be perfectly happy if if they didn't do any found footage and it was just a a, just a a film in its own right but definitely leaning back towards horror as far as characters yeah it's tricky you know i wouldn't i i worry that it expands outwards from these three stories and then it becomes this like bigger zombie possession thing called apocalypse yeah, and it becomes almost sort of Resident Evil-y, and like that's a bit of my fear. Which one's the best Resident Evil? It's a Retribution, Extinction. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that that's my fear. I don't want it to necessarily expand out. Maybe. But do you not find like if they do, if they kind of Star Wars it, and everything's just about these characters, it becomes too like the world becomes smaller by being bigger. You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like it's like I mean, too I think I said at the end of Rec Two, I would. I would be happy with prequel territory. Oh, yeah. You like, want to see the Tristana rape in the fucking <laughs> Well, now that I know what the backstory is, I mean, that's pretty dark. But, yeah. but maybe maybe even just the part of she's already possessed with the priest taking her to that apartment in Barcelona yeah. and, like, his experiments. Because then that could just be a completely different sort of style. It wouldn't necessarily be about demon possession, but... You could look at it from his angle of why he was doing it. We might get that next year if, when, if you join me on the Conjuring Universe uh, retrospective we're going to do with The Nun. Great. But we'll see. So, yeah, that's where, that's where I'm at with it. It's, you know, it's a fun ride. Not what I was expecting. Pretty goofy. Okay. But, yeah, I, I would I will probably change my view in the, after I see the next one. But I feel like this one, I think you mentioned this, like you could take this out of the, the series and like you wouldn't, you wouldn't lose 
much. Yeah, depending how much the next one hinges on this. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like it's kind of a side story. Mm-hmm. Allie? I have a lot of similar feelings to you, Alex. I did think it was fun to watch. I think I, I maybe liked it more than you did, just because it didn't really do anything that I was expecting. It wasn't very predictable. And then at the moments that I was predicting things, which a few I said out loud ended up not happening. So that's always fun when that happens, when you're like, oh, we've all seen this happen before. Yeah, yeah. And granted, some of it was like they were setting things up and not following through. So that was maybe a little weird. But the typical, like as soon as Coldo and Clara reunite at the <laughs> grate, the sewage grate, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, well, one of them is about to get dragged away and they don't do that. So it's fun to see those things uh, be kind of teased at and then taken away yeah i thought the actors were all really good i liked like i mean zombies are silly so sometimes if what about like, the kid actor in this one she was fine she wasn't mm. in it very long <laughs> and she was an older kid she was an older kid she was no six-year-old alex vincent that's true uh, it reminds me of something please continue i'm gonna get something i don't know i'm trying to decide it's definitely not my number one so far and i don't know if you want us to reveal that yet. no it no, always spoilers. changes but it's it's not my number one, but it's potentially not my number three out of these three so far. Oh. I For the next one, I think it would, like these three have all kind of been the same in that it's we are introduced to characters before they have any knowledge of this thing happening and then we watch it break out. And it's done differently every time. So like I have, I'm not bored of the story yet, but I can't imagine this happening again in a fourth movie and <laughs> yeah. it being a creative new introduction to it. So I don't think I'd like to be introduced to a group of people who have no knowledge of it or aren't already infected. Mm-hmm. So I would like either again, now that we've seen the comic, maybe not an origin story, <laughs> but some sort of prequel or some sort of different world where it's already happening and maybe they're tackling the problem. Just something different because I'm not sick of it yet, but I don't want to be. I feel this is the first franchise that the first three movies in a row were not already like, okay, do something different. Yeah. So I mean, that's it's all in nice. 24 hours, presumably at the moment, which yeah. is unique. So I like what they're doing. I like where they're going. I'm not sick of it yet, but I hope that the next one is creative and different enough that m- those feelings continue. <laughs> mm-hmm. We had a chat yesterday, I believe, Ali, about where I was saying how there are certain films when I was in like my early 20s that I would watch and passionately love. And now when I come back to them, you know, at least 10 years later, shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of have a different appreciation for stuff in terms of I can look at them and go, okay, the reason why I really love those, and I still like them, but the reason why I love them was because they fell into my genre and what I wanted films to be like. So I just really went with it. Whereas other films, maybe, uh, you know, I can appreciate more as a movie, even if it's not necessarily for me. And I think that's a hard thing that we have to do with this job is we have to give our personal opinions because you can't get away from that. But also... Try and look at just what the movie is, mm-hmm. you know? It's like when we're talking about... Yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. So with this one, because I've, I've only seen it once before properly. I've seen a few scenes, but like only once properly. And I was at Fright Fest back in 2011 or 10 even. Well, I'm not sure, a long time ago now. And I remembered being fine with it. I remember being a bit annoyed because I loved Reckon 2 so much. And 2 was, I thought, was better than the first one at that point. And yeah, did not expect the humor to be quite as much as it was. I was kind of frustrated by that. And that was the backlash from a lot of people. Like a lot of people like, this isn't what we want from a rec movie. You need to keep giving us what we want. And they weren't listening to what them kind of, well, Pablo trying to go like, yeah, but I want to, sorry, Paco, trying to go, yeah, but I want 
to subvert what you would expect. Mm-hmm. And that is a dangerous thing to do with horror fans. And the dangerous thing they got here is like Army of Darkness goes true goofy, 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 which I don't personally enjoy as much as, you know, where Evil Dead was before. This doesn't really go pure goofy, goofy, goofy. Like this treads this weird line. Yeah. Yeah. Other than the baby scream in her stomach, <laughs> it's actually pretty straight. Yeah. But there's just weird things happen in it that seem silly or seem funny. And then, yeah, thrusting <laughs> zombies. <laughs> So, coming back to it this time... I think the term was air-fucking. <laughs> coming back to it this time, it's, it was really weird because I remembered the rough beats. I didn't remember everything that happened in it. And I really liked it. Like, I really mm. liked it. Like, I, I think it's easily as good a film as the previous two in terms of succeeding in what it's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that it starts in found footage. I think it's a really good setup. I think the wedding's great. I actually think there's a lot of character in these characters, arguably more than the apartment people. Not yeah. necessarily yeah. the leads, but everybody around them. There's some good characters here. They don't use them enough. We don't get enough history. There's not enough time spent with these people. They're just worried about this wedding couple. And they are the joke of the film, really. Yeah. But... And I love you know, when it does that change over to the film. I remember being a bit unsure about that and annoyed a little bit originally because I was like, no, you're a found footage fucking series. Yeah. Keeping serious, keeping found footage. But no, I like that now. And it's shot really well. The gore's excellent in it. It's not like it's an incredible movie or anything, and it's not. It doesn't really do that much that you haven't seen before, but it does have a particular flavor to it. And I think that flavor is something that might leave it in an awkward space. I think the 5 out of 10 on IMDb is atrocious i think that's such a harsh score yeah for this film uh because we've watched lots of horror franchises and when they hit those fives you're normally in the doldrums <laughs> like, i can't believe mm-hmm. this is a five out of ten i'm be interested when we get to a wrap up and we can look at the rotten tomato scores for audiences and critics on that i had a great time i really did and i it's weird now because two used to be my favorite and right and two's looking a little weak to me right now yeah even though I still love what it does with the story a lot. And there's some fucking great moments. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, the thing. Yeah, I feel, I feel that way as well in the sense, like, it did catch me by, where, where the Predator caught me by surprise, but was a mess. And yes. then made me be like, that wasn't what I was expecting. And it was a mess. Mm-hmm. This was like, it's not what I was expecting. But, it but I appreciate it. And you, it's, it's clear what you're trying to do. Yeah. And you get from A to B really clearly. And I'm having fun. And I'm enjoying it. Like. And it's a good ending. It's a very solid yeah. and ending. And it's just yeah. like, it's, it's very, it's very sure of what it's doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. I think for what they're trying to do, I can now like appreciate these things in terms of like, I think maybe this is better than the, the second one yeah. and as good as the first one in terms of succeeding in what it's trying to do. Whether it plays to what you personally want from a yeah. film or from a rec film, that's up to you. And that mm-hmm. has to come into play, obviously. No, yeah. I'd rather things are serious. I just always want that. But, but uh, yeah, again, it wasn't like this went to parody. It wasn't like how it would be if an American film mm-hmm. had done this. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And, and so far, this series has been like, while well, I've got my qualms with each of them, it's been three for three for me so far. Which So, you haven't seen Rick for I have Apocalypse. not. So, and where I've... do you want to see it? <laughs> well, I know quite a lot about it. But, like, so my, I think I mentioned it briefly before, but my reasons, honestly, were just, I just dropped off. Like, the two years of being disappointed after three, and I think because I've seen it at a festival, it had been three years till Apocalypse came out. And I was just in a very different part of my life right at that point. What would that have been, 2014? Yeah, yeah. I was in a difficult part of my life mm-hmm. right there where I just wasn't necessarily catching up on everything like it should have been. And I just was one of those ones that kept me to get back to. I bought it on Blu-ray twice in different countries. I have it on my Apple. Um, and I just never got around to watching it. And I kept meaning to, but I kept being like, I need to watch the previous three first. 
And I tried to do that with Katie a couple of years ago, and she didn't love Rec 1 as much as I did, so I don't think we even got to 2 and 3. So I'm really excited now to finally get to watch it. I know a couple of things about it. I might tease them a little bit at the end, but it's fun doing these without knowing much, isn't it? So I don't yeah. really want to get too much into a few guys. Normally with a franchise, like it's just like, well, the next one's going to be shit as well, so let's tease something. But these are all good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think we can safely say, like, this is a strong franchise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In terms of quality of how yeah. it's made. Whether you enjoyed them or not, that's, yeah, personal yeah. taste. But they're well, they're well made. But yeah, before we get to any teasers, something. Come to support us. <laughs> Go to Holy Geeks on iTunes. Uh, do subscribe, do rate us, please. It helps us out a whole, whole damn bunch. And you can uh, learn all about our own projects. If we're going through there, we're revamping our site into the new year. And that's going to be... Uh, we're revamping both sites. So, and you're going to be able to like look through each franchise individually. So if you just want to pick through them, you can do it that way. And we're also going to have the Weird Tesselate website sorted out in the next couple of months as well. You'll be able to learn about projects. You'll be able to learn Starfish and whether it's going to be playing at some um, theaters, hopefully near you, if you're in America. If you're not, then I'm sorry. Um, and digital release and all that stuff. So you can support us that way. And anything else that we're doing, uh, please do check it out on our personal feeds. I'm Mr. Al White, M-R-A-L-W-H-I-T-E on Instagram, Twitter, Xbox, not on PlayStation, although now I think they finally allowed you to change your PSN names, but there are certain, like, certain stupid caveats in it. Because I'm still, I think, smudge on that, S-M-D-G-E. Oh, old school. Damn straight, buddy. Damn. <laughs> Damn all right. Uh, what about you, Ali? Uh, I think the past two podcasts, I've only plugged the Tiny Chef show. So maybe this time, <laughs> if you want to find me on Instagram, I'm Ali Sue. Sure, Ali with a, a Y. Is there a large chef show? <laughs> <laughs> we should look that up. Alex. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at airfucking. <laughs> <laughs> Airfucking zombie. That's uh, A-I-R-F-U-C-K-I-N-G. Airfucking. Go and get that right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so next week, guys, we're going to be covering Rec 4 Apocalypse. Before we're going to get into, go back in time to the American remakes of Quarantine and then Quarantine 2 Terminal. I'm excited for those as well now because now I'm ready. Like after part one, yeah, I think we did the right thing. I didn't want to go and watch yeah. the remake immediately. Now it's like, all right, after these, I'm going to be ready to go back and start yeah. again. Wreck four. You leave me some pregnant pauses. Dramatic pop. All I want to say about it is we're definitely going to get a reprisal from one of these three films of a character for sure. I can tell you, Alex, that found footage is not going to be that prevalent. Thank you. And there's going to be a boat. Ooh. We'll be back next Friday. Until like then, boats. we are out. Geeks. Geeks. Bye.